You've been very cautious. I, yeah, I'm, I'm not so, fucking about, man. Yeah, I've noticed because today we had a discussion about um, this for the listeners, whether or not we should do this remotely or we should do this um, in person. And Simple was very fast to say remote. <laughs> I like, rah, Simple, Simple's not rapping, boy. <laughs> to be honest with you, like for me, when we're recording normally, uh, one of our weekly jokes is that the we hear the sirens of the boy them going past and we see them every week. Like to me, the irony of getting um, clocked in the shop is mad. So I just think let's avoid it, innit? I don't want to be that idiot. Yeah, it's one of those things that it's all jokes and bants until the police actually knock on the gate and be like, what's, oh yeah, lads, what's happening there? And they see all the recording, exactly. they see all the recording equipment and then you, you look at yourself and you'd be like, remember during the riots when you saw the people stealing rice and they took the pictures of themselves stealing rice? And you think at the time, you must have been having fun. Obviously people are smashing windows and they're taking this and that. <laughs> but then when you look back at it, you'd be like, uh, you know what? I actually took a picture of myself I doing the gun it. pose with rice. That's what we'd look back at ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> if, like, yeah. hold on, we have bought microphones and all this equipment so that we could record remotely the time you know bit other podcasts can't do it or you hear the quality of other podcasts no offense and it's like it's, it's different we actually set ourselves up to be able to do this then when the opportunity comes it's not even an opportunity the law you know they're telling you stay at home we still decide to meet up together and then the police knock on the gate and be like ah oh, lads you kind of flop yourselves well, you know it's you three innit it's not me <laughs> yeah I could att- I couldn't take that L bruv that's why I said now forget that bruv I, I don't think it's you Stavros it's big, it's big Wala and it's and it, and it's webs. The three of you have said that you want to meet up and record. And I'm thinking, well, why, why, why do you want to do that? We ain't allowed to. Yes, 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 yes. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, cats and dogs, rodents and other small insects, welcome to the Eloquently Saying Nothing podcast. This is episode 246. Thank you for joining us. Uh, You can also join us on our social medias at ESN Podcast everywhere. That is at ESN Podcast. And uh, use the hashtag ESN Pod to join in or start the conversation. Once again, that's ESN Pod to join in or start the conversation. Thank you very much. I am your number one host, the Podfather, Stavros Bus. Get down. And in the uh, place with me, this uh, I don't know how to put it. In where wherever I am, somebody else is somewhere else, and one of those people is our long lost brother, DJ Webslinger. Bienvenido estos doticata el clemente nada. That in Spanish is welcome to another episode of Eloquently Saying Nothing. It's your boy DJ Webslinger, DJ Webslinger on Instagram, DJ Webslinger on Twitter. Bien, what's going on, people? I hope somebody in Spanish actually hears that and disproves everything he just said and says he's a liar. <laughs> why would they? Why would they scrutinize and say it's a liar? <laughs> because that's the type of person I am. Now I want them to see. In fact, uh, talks versus the world. She she knows how to speak um, Spanish. Let's see if she knows it. Who knows how to speak Spanish? Uh, talks versus the world. I forgot. I forgot what we called her on the podcast. Actually, <laughs> I actually completely forgot. But anyway, she was on, she was on the DLT podcast. We were, we was on there. She she, she I think she's half Puerto Rican. She's half Puerto Rican. I can't remember where is she, that what they said she was. But she's yeah, Spanish anyway. Yeah. Anyways, that voice you're hearing is Big Wahala. That Big Wahala is that Big Wahala to us good people. Is she decent? Smash! Fab. 
I'm not. She has, she has a man. She has a man. <laughs> also, the other voice you could hear is Simple Simon. <laughs> they decided that they would d- d- declare a war. So I took it upon myself to prepare the army. When my army steps onto the field, bullets spray like the mist of perfume. Gaza. That was a short excerpt from a poem by the Right Honourable Adija Palmer, also known as Vibes Cartel. In its original edition, it sounds a little something like this. I wear the blood clot this. Them wavy warmies, some sent to me army. Bullet a spread them like it's in me yaki. This the empire, got a shot and got fire. Mr. Palmer got the rifle, them was all of the palm tree. It's called Send for Me Army. Bang, 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 bang. At Simple Simon FB on Twitter. I don't have Instagram. Guys, I will say forever. You know, last week, uh, Stav was looking for uh, Victor Moses. <laughs> that huh? actually put, you know, Stav was looking for actually Vic, Victor Moses to put as the song. He's uh, been you, man, isn't it? Yeah, I was, I was busting up. I said, I cannot fight this Victor Moses. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, keep mocking me. Keep mocking me. Because so he says, he, we actually said it at the podcast. Victor Moses, also known as Beanie Man. I'm looking I, for Victor Moses. Yeah, uh, yeah. My, my name is J.R. Uh, Hartley. Okay, well, for those of you who don't understand, last week I inputted the music after because of our remote remote recording. I needed to do it offline instead of playing it live like we usually do. And uh, he said, whoever, a.k.a. Victor Moses. But for some reason, I only heard Victor Moses. So I was looking for Victor Moses and the name of the song when he sent it to me and I could not find and I was like all I see is the footballer like what is going on and then yes I got corrected anyways that's neither here nor there last filling out the the form the five fingers of death Voltron is fully formed this week we have straight from the depths of South London my brother your brother Mr. Wolf Voltron you know what's going on what's going on people it's Mr. Wolf in the building happy to be here as per I've got something for you, you know, something special, something from the culture. And it goes a little something like this. Listen, just have a listen to this. And the translation of that is, if houses are not in close proximity, they cannot be engulfed with fire. And the wisdom translation is, and they actually put the lockdown. The lockdown makes sense if you're not physically close to someone. The COVID-19, uh, you cannot be affected with this killer. So, yeah, so you're saying like traditional uh, Yoruba proverbs are, are talking about recent times, yeah? <laughs> no, I'm saying that traditional Yoruba proverbs can be connected to recent times you get me so they can okay. still you know it's just like the bible isn't it you know what i mean or the quran or whatever your faith is it was written thousands of years ago and it will still count today so yeah man if houses are not in close proximity they cannot be engulfed with fire and it's the same thing stay away from each other that's the bottom line you know 
So yeah, that's this week's Yoruba proverb. You can catch Mr. Wolf on AKA Mr. Wolf on Instagram, AKA underscore Mr. Wolf on Twitter. Not that I'm on Twitter much at all, but yeah, man. I get these proverbs from Twitter. So yeah, man, you can get them. I love Yoruba proverbs if anybody wants to go and have a look. Right. Before before we get into everything, I just want to shout a big RIP out to somebody that used to be a part of our Facebook family when we was, you know, doing our thing on Facebook. Um, unfortunately, they passed away this week. Uh, it actually wasn't from COVID-19. I think this was from the other bastard that they call cancer. And um, yeah, just want to give a big shout out and a big RIP to uh, Nadine Nadisapal. We used to call her Giggles because she had the best, funniest giggle. She used to giggle all the time, so we used to call her Giggles. That one hit me, man. When I heard that, I was like, "Nah, man." She was a good, good, good person. Mm. Um, you know, she 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 used to hold us down when we was doing our live shows, and she made sure she was around. Very, very nice girl. So unfortunate. Um, if I remember rightly, she's got a a, a, a very older son, like maybe seventeen, eighteen now, maybe about that age or something like that. Might even be older now. And um, obviously they've they've lost their mother, and and these days and times when people are losing people, it's, it's just a shame. So just want to say a big RIP out to her, and um, I hope. Well, I already know you're in a good place with God anyway, so hopefully you know their family. Will, yeah, for real. Yeah. Salute, man. Salute. That one cut deep. I won't lie. Rest in peace. Rest in peace. For real. I'm telling you now, not to be morbid, yeah, not to be morbid, but. Dying at this time now is just deep because you, you can't even have a proper funeral. People can't even have to think twice about going to family to console them. It's just, it's just so sad. It's just so sad. But um, I think, I think that's probably the biggest um, uh, silent kind of jib in this whole thing. That like, if you're unfortunate enough to be in a situation where someone dies, you can't even give them their rights properly you have, you, do you know what I mean I don't even know how it's going to look afterwards yeah, it's like you can't you, you might be able to go to the funeral you might not because I know they were saying that funerals is something they were discussing with regards to the lockdown and how they're going to be obviously dealing with that but it's yeah. just it's just so sad man there's obviously people as well that we've been hearing dying in the hospital with no one around them stuff like that it's just I don't know man I don't know very sad very sad very sad. Um, well spoken, Wala. Uh, seeing as I wasn't, I wasn't going to start off with that kind of business. But seeing as as we're there, I'm going to send an RIP out to a big woman in 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 our life, in our family. Somebody that like uh, coming up, I didn't really know my grandmothers because they were in another country, so I didn't really speak to them. Once in a blue moon, he spoke to them over the phone. And one of them, anyways, she couldn't really understand English properly. So he's just, Ami, Ami, yes, ma, yes, ma. As they're just praying, praying, praying for you, and you don't understand them, they don't understand you. But uh, somebody in this country that um, was somebody that I classed as like one of the grandmothers that I was around had passed on today, as as we're recording this a few hours ago. Uh, and that was from COVID 19. And um, that hit me, man, because this is the woman that when my child was born, and I needed somebody to, to bless her at the naming ceremony. So you would have seen at the naming, this is the woman that was at, at the front, at the head table with me. It was my, even my parents went there. It was my wife, my child, me, and and mama that was there beside us doing the prayer and, and the blessing for my child. And she, she's passed on. She was, I think, 79 um, or so. And uh, she was so active. She, was, she wasn't 
like a homebody at all. She lived in East. She went to church in South multiple times a week and she was always up there. She she carried big bags and whatnot. She was very healthy and very fit. It was She wasn't um, what you might think of as uh, somebody that was nearly 80. And, you know, so she was a woman of stature. She was important. She was a matri- matriarch in, in our family. So um, I just want to send an RIP out to her. Um, I haven't spoken to my cousins yet because I've been at work all day. But um, yeah, and, uh, that's 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 it. Home. The, just a few weeks ago, I was talking about a book that one of my aunts gave me because uh, I was talking about revenge and about how I don't forgive people. And she said, "No, no, no, you can't. You can't be like that." And she gave me the book to read. It was a religious book because she was big on a on a Christianity. And so I'm, I'm looking at the book now. It's called the Debate of Satan, and uh, that's what she gave me. And so I saw her just two months ago, nearly to the day when she came to my mum and dad's house and I happened to be there and she she was dropping a book uh, for me to read and I just ha- happened to be there and we spent some time together and then I, I drove uh, to a station to go, to go to church again because she lived in church and um, yeah, that was that. So it's, um, to, And like I mentioned previously on when this thing first started and I said that I wanted my mum and dad to stay at home like I'm, and I said I'd be angry if something happened. I think this is the episode that was just me and my brother. And I said I'd be angry if something happened. And when I found out that, because it happened so quick, I didn't know she's been in hospital until today. I found out she was in hospital that she today, and then I found out she died today. It like happened, bang bang, because uh, it was her birthday this week as well. It was her birthday earlier mm. this week. Yeah. So, um, for me, I I don't know if she was going to church still because she, she was such a strong religious person. But I, I I'm just so, I'm just vexed. This so it's it's touched me personally. I've been on the phone with other people. I've worked. I've been working with people that it's touched as well. Either people that have had it. So I've been on the phone. I'm I'm talking to people that have had it. They they're quite sure they've had it. Uh, I've got family that's had it. I've gone around to families' houses that have it, and then I've got people that have had family that have died from it as well. So it's it's very 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 much touching on. And these are all black people as well. For people that think, oh, you know, it doesn't touch us because I'm sure there's still people out there thinking, you know, there's only been about. 20 year old so deaths in Africa so it doesn't affect black people it is affecting us and it's it's uh, problematic so um, uh, love you mama and uh, I know you're resting in peace yeah man uh, it's, one, a, it's a deep one, one. that one cause uh, alright um, I got I got two as well bang but let's yeah let's one, read them one's out, like a one's like a grandparent basically uh, my, my cousin's granddad um so rest in peace to to big pops, and then my grandma's cousin as well. Um, that one was really deep. It was kind of like in a matter of like three days or something like that. Mm. And obviously, when it moves like that, you don't really hear much about it. You hear the last bit. So I, I just got a message like, "Oh yeah, um, such and such has passed away." So. That's like two in the family in the same week as well. So mm. uh, it's the London effect as well, isn't it? Where there's a lot of us were quite dense populated. So it's it's bound to bound to touch us. But yeah, RIP to them as well, man. RIP. We're not man. showing respect, man. Rest we're not peace. showing respect to this thing, man, in this country at all. Who? At all. To be honest, uh, the English, I was talking to, uh, on the way here, I was actually talking to Webslinger's mum and we were discussing it, saying how this country, they don't respect this this lockdown. And we were, saying, yeah. we were both laughing about the fact that we they need to start beating them like the Indians are beating the people on the street because 
It's getting to ridiculous levels. Like, obviously, today it's been 19, I think it was like 18, 19 degrees or something like that today. It wasn't even that high. Around maybe, maybe even less. Maybe it was 15. 15, 15, 16 or something like that. Tomorrow's going to be, Sunday's going to be like 19, 20. So I'm even worried about yeah. tomorrow now. And apparently, there was people all over. Like, I heard about the 3,000 people in Brockwell Park, but then um, in Brighton as well, on the beach, people was there on the beach. Um, people still go to the beach. Uh, what else is there? Pardon? People still going beach. Yes, they were yeah. having a, someone had a barbecue on the beach today. Oh man, on Brighton Beach, and it is absolutely like crazy. A, yeah, people are talking about Shoreditch Park, Woolwich Park, all the famous parks. People are going out, and people are just not really respecting. They're not respecting the thing. It's young people. You know? I'm certain of it. But they, I did see a couple in the, like the, the news thing that I saw. There were some old people, and they were just like police was like, "What are you doing?" And they're like, "Oh, you know," because people were sitting down. I'm like, "Why are you sitting down? There is no sitting down outside." Ah, oh, but you know, and they're like, "No, you don't understand this." Like, it's like people do not understand. It's almost like, and I've 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 dared to say it. If one of your family members dies, it's like people don't acknowledge it. If somebody famous dies, I bet you now people start taking a bit more caution. It's like it's only the only respect when famous people die over certain things. That's when suddenly it becomes an important. Thing. No, I would disagree. I think if somebody dies that you know, especially if they're family, then you take it, then you realize, oh, this is real. Yeah, your immediate family. But if you know somebody, like somebody's a somebody, you're still going outside, bruv. Because you see people all, all day. We're on like we're all, we're in a social media era now where you're gonna see bare people saying, "Ah, oh, this person died," or "This my auntie, uncle died." You might not know them closely, but you might have seen somebody that you, you have seen on your timeline tell you that they've died. Yeah, but this is this is partly cultural as well. Like, at what point in history have the British ever listened to "Don't trespass," "No entry," "You're not allowed," "You shouldn't be here"? When has the British ever the listened war. to that? When the war? No, they happened. didn't listen to it during the war. No, they did. They, they didn't. What, no, they did. Colonialization doesn't happen if you I'm are. About the, I'm talking about the world wars. I'm not talking about old wars. When they was doing World War Two and they had all their drills and they were telling you, you need to do this and you need to go into your bunker, bunkers, they, they were known to do it. So because yeah, it was an immediate threat, that's why they don't see this as an immediate threat because it's not two during, bullets coming at the your blitz, head. During the blitz, they stayed in the yard because they didn't want to get bombed, dropped on yeah. their head. Yeah, but then that's that's a very visible threat, isn't it? Like this, this is right here, an invisible threat. Nah, it's visible when you're seeing the people dead dead next to you. I if think they need to start really- in your face, that's a visible threat. Yeah, but listen, they didn't bath during the Black Plague. So what 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 makes you think they're gonna get sensible about this now? Yeah, but they didn't understand the when it was in the Black Plague, the differences between bathing and not bathing. That's not that's not something they understood. They understand it now. They're still not doing it. They, they, they I, still I, don't I, wash their legs. Right, even right now, they I, the social distancing just in normal is that people are taking this type of thing for a joke like so you could be a serious person out on the road now with your mask your gloves your this your that and you're walking around but because somebody else is unserious about it or they don't believe it they'll just be walking right close to you they'll be opening their mouth spitting coughing everything right close to you so you're the one trying to take it serious and then you're still you know in, in problems with the person next to them I, I don't know i think they just need to start licking people down <laughs> that's the only thing I can start thinking you got to start licking people because the fines I don't know about if the fines are going to be much of a deterrent because I don't know how many people have been fined yet but from time people are barbecuing they, 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 it's like they knew as well they, as soon as they saw the weather was high I saw people was like please just don't just don't do it but no you see the English they're out yeah the, the head nurse in the country um, she tried to do like an emotional blackmail man because a couple of nurses have died 
And um, when they did their daily briefing on Friday, they said, oh, you know what? It's, we know it's going to be hot over the weekend. She mentioned the nurses, ne- dead, the dead nurses' names, both of them, and said, do it for them. Don't come outside, please. Don't don't kill us, basically. As doctors and nurses, please don't kill us. Stay inside. And then what do I see? Because I, I, I go past parks every day to to work. There's a park in um, in North London that is dead. It's, in fact, it's not even a park. It's a field. It's a massive field. And it's always quiet as you drive past it. Um, the, the one thing you get is just the odd runner that clearly wants to run around this whole massive field. I went past it today. People were playing football. I've never seen people, and sunbathing. I've never seen people play football in this park before. Sunbathing. I was like, wow. Football, you know? So that means a bunch of you there playing together, like contact sport. I said, like, okay, people are not taking this seriously, man. I, I don't know what it's going to, how bad it's going to get before it gets better in this country. I came home today um, and went into my backyard and found a football there. I don't even know where that football comes from. But somebody obviously must have been doing shenanigans around the, the, the way playing football and I just thought to myself what is this man what, what is this that I understand you know you want some freedom you want to try and get out I get it but this thing is no joke man this thing is no joke like I just anyway I don't want to spend, spend that yeah so let's let's, let's, thing, let's not dwell too much on it but there is a question that um or we have a couple of questions around this kind of I know I've got one so if you if you guys have got one then jump in but my one is when I heard the news of this woman that I said it was important to me, um, you know, a woman I loved, I was, and she had passed. For me, for, I don't know whether it's because I'm used to death or or what, but I was so, I was at work at the time and it was a problem for me to, comp, how do you word, comp, comp, someone say it for me. Compartmentalise. Thank you. It wasn't a problem for me to do that. I took it, put it in a box, put it to the side there and said, let me deal with that later and carry on doing my work. And then I know, I know that feeling. I know we've all lost people in, in this group, closer, closer people than even I'm talking about. So we, we all know what, what the loss is like. And I've been able to deal with it very well. And then I, I wrote a tweet earlier on saying something about, um, it's, uh, it's like, it's not a problem for me. And I have this thing about man up, man up. That's, that's my, my mantra. I know I talk about crying over songs and, and at films nowadays getting all emotional and stuff. But when it comes to the actual big things of life, like important things, I'm properly this, this, um, I don't know, butch, alpha, problematic, what some people might find as like, uh, that kind of man's man. And I was thinking the, the question I had for is, is it wrong to have this man up mentality? Is, are they always underlining issues with dealing with things quickly? Cause I think I deal with death quickly or I have done in my life. I've always dealt with death very well. Is it a problem? Or do you think, um, no, some people are just built like that. You're a so, sociopath. And then there's some people that are, that are the other way and they need they need to cry or to let it out or to go and talk to a pastor or their wife or something. So what do you guys think? I don't I think, think there's, um, I don't think there's a set way to react or deal with that kind of trauma. I think it's purely based on an individual basis i think the problem comes if if you try to use a blanket approach to everybody and say stuff like man up to people who you maybe don't know or and don't um understand what the impact of telling them to man up actually is but outside of that i don't think there is a a set way to react i think everybody kind of deals with it very much their own way um i kind of agree with simple on that one you know still yeah for me like I have a delayed response 
where it kind of doesn't doesn't become not so much real, but it doesn't become impactful until probably three months or so later. Um, I don't know why, but just genuinely, this is what I've found. Kind of like when it happens at the time, I take it seem to take it really well, and then a little while afterwards is when it when it kind of really dawns on me what's happened. So like even now with this um, situation that's happened where we've lost two members of the family, one of them, I'll be honest with you, I didn't really know that well. The other one I knew very well. And the implications of it are, like I understand them, but they're not apparent, if that makes sense. So it won't be until another couple of months time before I'll be like, hmm, like the loss of the person then becomes, the gravity of it becomes more apparent. Isn't it something, isn't it to do with the, um, our emotions, we all deal with our emotions differently, but like what Simple said, is is how well you knew the individual, how close the individual was to you, the circumstances of their passing, how that, all of that combined together will cause whatever emotion to come out at whatever time it comes out. Because like, like you said, everybody's different, so we all deal with things differently. Some people have the, have the breakdown or cry or do their emotional um, release straight away some people it hits later on like down the line and some people it stays with them and it just comes out incrementally it's, I think it's just because we're all individuals we all deal with it in our different ways I said to deal with it via the person so like today's one I was I was at the when I got told I was last like quite sad I was I've not been in the best of uh, this, this today wasn't really started off all right for me anyway so I was just already annoyed and then that happened and it was just like an annoyance like what what why would you do that it's it's almost like i was angry at, at, at an imaginary person mm. did that make any sense it was more mm. an anger thing than a crying or whatever and then it, everything around me was just agitating me then because i was angry it's almost like i almost feel like i sometimes i got like a hero complex like i feel like i should have been able to to save all of these people that that i, that I, that I know that's close to me that's dying obviously i cannot so why am I getting angry for for something that I cannot I cannot change personally myself? But but your anger is just an emotion. Yeah, I know, but I'm saying what, I can't change these things. I can't change what's happened. I can't fight a, a virus for somebody that's managed to you know get it, get it that I didn't even know I'd got it. But it's like almost like the narcissism in me is like you should have done something or maybe you should have been there. With this one today, it upset me a little bit because it's almost like I was talking to my parents about this particular person and I was like. Have you spoken to them? Have they been going? Because just like Steph was saying, I know that they're active and I'm like, have they, have they been going out? Because tell them not to go out, basically. I was saying, tell them not to go out. But instead of me to call them myself and tell them not to go out, I didn't call her. And now look, do you understand? It's not that she wasn't on my mind because she was, but I had I didn't take the time to call her and I'm not going to be able to ever call her again. I've been meaning to go to her house. I've never went again. Something that I'm not going to be able to do again. Mm. Those are all things that I, I, I've, I've obviously I say are selfish things because it's not that's not what's that to what what kind of things is that for me to be worrying about right now? Her children's gonna be feeling a lot that a lot more than I am, but I was like I've been angry. It's just because I, I hate it when good bad things happen to really really good people, and she was a very very good person. Like if you're somebody that's not you know, there's some people that are unwholesome that I know they're my people, but they're unwholesome. If something happens to them, depending on what happens to them, I could understand why that's happened. Or maybe I'll grieve, but I'm like, you know, life is life, isn't it? But when something happens to a really, 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 really good person, it always hits me a little bit harder because 
I always think to myself, you can be good in this life, but it doesn't matter. You're still gonna get taken out, regardless. Do you know what I mean? And yeah, that's sad. the inevitability of it yeah, all. Yeah, it's just sad. Like, it's just very sad. So, but, um, I would. I, I think we've got to the man up thing, though. I do think that um, there is type. There's certain situations. I don't think death is one of those situations where you tell people to man up. But there are other situations where I would be like, you need to come out of this slump, like like relationships and and stuff like that. I think when you can, you know, when you've still got things ahead of you, like in this situation now, somebody dying. There's nothing. Go, you can't go back to. There's nothing to change on that. You can't. You can't go and see that person. You can't make an amends or you can't do anything that you want to do with that particular person because they've gone. But if you're like in a breakup or something like that, you still got other people that you can go and see. You can still have more relationships. You can still have those are the type of times when I'm like, you like, you know, you need to man up, or you need to take it, to, into consideration. You know, Wala, for me, it's the exact opposite way around, almost, almost, because I can deal with finality. It's like death; you cannot control it. So once it happens, deal with the death in it. So yeah, you can deal with it slowly or or quickly or cryly, but deal with it. Don't wallow in it. If you get what I'm saying, whereas if you break up with somebody, maybe you could get back together. So th- th- there's a maybe there. There's a great area, you know. I don't exactly, there's, there's hope. So so that's where the, that's where up, the, that's where the problem comes. The problem comes with hope. No, I don't think so. I think if there's hope for you to be able to, if there's a way that you could actually maybe still get the end product or the end result what you want, then there's hope there. So man up and 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 focus on that. Don't focus on the bad thing. Focus on getting the good thing that you want from this situation. Whereas with death, there is no good thing you want from it. There is nothing you. Can, there is nothing to focus on apart from the fact that person is dead. Do you understand what I mean? Yeah. Well, I, I, I guess I, it's I, just how you deal with it, isn't it? Like, like I said, it's different approach. I don't yeah, think there's a blanket way to deal with this. And everything has uh, an expiry date. There's everything is final. No matter if it's a relationship or a job or whatever, whatever, it comes eventually. It will come. It will come to an end. It's as I said before. It's how the individual deals with it. In cases of breakups and things like that, you go through that mo- emotional, situational period where you you regale and you think back and and you look at things and maybe ah oh, maybe if I changed that or maybe if I did this, it wouldn't be this way. That's your moment of of reflection and 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 doubt and fear and whatever kicks in. And then you, you eventually you come out of it and you move on. Some people will say, no, no, snap out of it now, push push on, come on, there's plenty more fish in the sea or there's more jobs out there and da, 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 da. You as a person, you have to go through your processes, your clock, it's your time. Only you know when it's time to come out of it. Only your your body, your emotion, your spirit will tell you, right, you've done your, your morning, you've done your thing, on to the next chapter now. I find it difficult when I know that I, or I feel like I've been involved in the, the detriment of whatever the thing is. Like if I feel like I could have done something better, that's when I feel like at my worst, I would say, in certain situations. But I don't know. But yeah, the man up thing, I don't know. We live in a society now where everybody's soft, but then some of that is good because it, it does lead to sometimes now more people having conversations about things that maybe they wouldn't have had conversations about before. But then now I also feel like he, people are having too many conversations to the point where they're not doing any action. So uh, it's one of them catch-22s. We live in a society now where mental health is a big, big um, thing in, in our in our life now. So we, we're very cautious about people's mental health. Sometimes I think we're overly cautious about people's mental health to the mm. point where we're putting mental health on something that's a standard thing. Like, this is standard. It's not something that is mental health. It's just you're upset today. You're not depressed. 
Like, I don't know whether or not anybody even understands what the, the definition of depression is no, anymore. Because I think that a lot of people now are finding that just being upset over a sustained period of time for something that, to be honest, you have the right to be upset about doesn't necessarily make you depressed. It just means you're upset about something that you have the right to be upset about. And at times, I think people will get that mixed up. Does that make sense? Yeah. Ooh. No, no, it, do, it, it does. It's interesting that you said the society is soft now. It is because it's like if people are because people are again I think as also with regards to the way that we are living in now people are putting targets on their on themselves for certain things and if they don't reach these targets they they feel like they've they've underachieved and oh pressure pressure depression. yeah pressure all this stuff like that so pressure's there but again there's other things that in life you just these have these things happen you're allowed to be upset if somebody breaks up with you so even though I'm going against what I was saying earlier you are still allowed to be upset. It doesn't mean you're depressed. You're, if you lose your job and you're feeling upset about the fact that you've lost your job and you can't get another job over a sustained period of time, that doesn't necessarily mean you're depressed. That doesn't mean that you're sad that you've lost your job and you have the right to be sad that you've lost your job. But I think society now has pushed everything into some form of... Um, put it, They like to put everything in a box. This is this. This is that. This is this. So that's why they like to put those types of things in depression box. And um, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, we live in a society of labels now. Everything needs a label because it's how best you you deal with things. It's like what was said before about compartmentalizing things. If it's in a box and it's in a in a certain category, I know how to deal with it because it's in this category under subsection B, this one, right? All right, you're having that problem. This is what the tools we're going to use to deal with it is A, B, and C. That should work. If it doesn't work, you have a bigger issue that you need to deal with. Right, Can then. I ask you man a question on this? regarding this yeah do you ever feel like people are trying to like push things onto you that you you yourself don't feel it'd be more specific okay um let me give you an example okay let's say that somebody says to you let's say that they see that you're eating maybe eat you've eaten a lot recently eating more than you usually eating or something like that then they say to you you look like you've got a problem with food or i don't know one day you're a little bit more sad than you normally are and people are asking you questions up. No, no. In fact, let's 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 use your exact example example that you've got here, Stav. Somebody's died, but you don't seem like you're that sad. So they keep saying to you, "There's something wrong. The reason why you're not that sad, you've got a problem. There is something there. You're just not showing it." And then they keep trying to push, push, push until they get a reaction that they think is the correct reaction to what they think is the situation. Do you ever feel that way? <sighs> not well, people. People. Sorry, go on. No, go on, go on. Now, people kind of feel like, again, this comes back to if you have a blanket approach to these things. If you have decided within yourself that there's a certain reaction that should happen for certain stimulus, then you'll fall into this trap all the time. It's it's almost like, you know those people that say they're not racist, they don't see colour? By saying that, you're kind of blanketing your response when in actual fact, you need to take time out to see the intricacies, to understand the nuances. So, um, I don't know, for me, I think people try to force um, their idea of what your reaction should be. So, if you don't react the way that they suspect, or not even suspect, but feel like you should react, then they go on a campaign of um, trying to diagnose whether there's something wrong with you because you didn't react the way they expected you to react. And then sometimes they've, will push you to actually react the way that they want you to react, even if that's not your natural reaction, if that makes sense. It's a badgering. 
Mm. I think sometimes they put they they put um they put things onto people, man. <laughs> I think sometimes it's them that's made the person upset or whatever. Because then you're making you feel like you're abnormal. Yeah, so talking like about their own insecurities of themselves onto you, basically. You're talking well, about you know, it last I week. guess it's just about what what they feel you should act like in a certain way, isn't it? Like whether we like it or not, if you've been brought up in a society and you're part of a culture, there are established norms. And um, for example, in Nigeria, the established norm is if you hear someone dies, you scream and holler. And if you notice, it's a very normal thing for us when we see that reaction, we see auntie screaming and hollering, but to other people, they don't really understand it because it's like, it seems like theatrics, but this is culturally normal. So... I don't, I don't know, think I that's think... just an African thing. I've seen people from know. many other cultures scream and holler when they've lost someone that's close to them. They do, but you know what Africans scream and holler? Mm, you sound racist, buff. <laughs> <laughs> but you're, uh, saying, uh, you're both uh, saying uh, the same thing. Let's, let's, let's ask this question. Let's ask this question, yeah? Would you, if there was uh, uh, somebody put in like a magazine or uh, a dead dare or somewhere anyway, and they was talking about a particular uh, story, and they said that the person during the death threw themselves on top of the of top of the casket whilst the funeral was happening in, in the dirt, jumped into the casket because they wanted to go with the person, and there was an option between. An English person, an African, and let's say maybe an Asian. Who would you pick? You know. What do you mean who would I pick? <laughs> it's it's going to be either African or Asian. Do that. It could be anybody. It won't be no one in particular. You've seen it on films and all that stuff. I don't know. I think Mr. Wolf. Judgmental, bruv. Africans have professional mourners. where they actually Professional. Pay Pay you pay them money to come and moon to mourn <laughs> to mourn, bruv. What do you mean? I think agents have that as well. That's a smash, you know. I will pay you. You come and mourn for me. Okay. Well, Crazy. seeing as we're talking about Africa, let, let's go down that road. Let me let me read you a story. Two French doctors have been accused of racism for suggesting that a potential vaccine for the coronavirus should first be tested on people in Africa. The comments were made on the French channel LCI during a discussion about COVID-19 trials set to be launched in Europe and Australia to see if the BCG tuberculosis vaccine could be used to treat the virus. This is a quote. It may be provocative. Should we not do this study in Africa where there are no masks, no treatment or intensive care? A little bit like it's been done for certain aid studies where among prostitutes we try things because we know that they are highly exposed and don't protect themselves. As said by Jean-Paul Mira, the bastard head of intensive care unit at the Cochin, uh, hopefully I'm saying that right, hospital in Paris. Um, Camille Loch the research director at France's National Health Institute um, agreed and said, you are right. And by the way, we are thinking of in parallel about a study in Africa using this same approach. Now, uh, I sent you guys the video earlier on. Hopefully you all saw it live. Remember, this is on live French TV. These guys, doctors, 
casually talking about doing this. I will put my little caveat in. I'll put my, um, my what do you call it when you're trying to be the media, my devil's advocate hat on, and I'll tell you a bit more about it later. But what do you guys think about what you just said? Ah, mon ami, how can you say we are racist? We are not racist. We love black people. We, that's why we want to try the virus out there first. If the black people are okay, then we do it everywhere else. If the black people die, eh, we have seen that it's not working. So it's okay. We're not racist. That's what they'll say as well. <laughs> as much as he's joking about it, that's actually what they'll say. You to see, be honest with you. Drogba's rep- response. Drogba and um, Eto's response. No, what was their response? They're not having it, bro. They, they were condemning it. They told them, what Job are you on about? Etu, uh, Yaya Toure, um, a few other prominent French-speaking African uh, players have uh, spoke out about it. But I don't know. I'm not sure that it will get much um, airplay. Yeah, but what have they said? I'll, I'll give you the quote. Well, um, they've condemned it. They've I'll, basically I'll condemned the, it. I'll give you the quote. It is totally inconceivable. We keep on cautioning this. Africa isn't a testing lab. I would like to vividly denounce these demeaning, false, and most of all, deeply racist words. Help us save Africa with the current ongoing uh, COVID-19 and flatten the curve. Uh, Drogba said that. He also said... um, uh, No, yeah, sorry, yeah. That's what um, Drogba said. Yeah, see, see for me, I don't know why we are kind of like lost on this one, or the or the French, not we, the, the French guys. I don't know why they lost on this one. Uh, Italy is the worst hit place so far, not by total number of cases, but by total number of deaths. They surpassed the epicenter of where this thing has gone on, mm. so it's obvious that there is um, a real problem in Italy. So you have. First of all, the most cases um, in one place. So we know that if we test there and our tests are positive, we'll see greater feedback in that area because of how many people are infected, how many people are critical after infection and all the rest of it. So it doesn't make sense to me that they're going to choose Africa where, yes, maybe they don't have as many tests available. So we don't know what the actual um, distribution is across the population of Africa, the continent. But at the same time, you're now wanting to use your unknown, uh, what do you call it, vaccine to test in an area of unknown number of people who may or may not have it. Doesn't make any sense. Like scientifically, doesn't make any sense. If you want to decrease the populace, it makes sense. No, I get that. But at the same time, like, there's loads of other places that you could try it. You could do it in Israel, for example. Like, the immune system in Israel isn't great. Like, it's... I don't know, man. Let, let, let us um, quote the great shouting artist they call Davido. Make them go use the vaccine first for where the classes plenty pass. Blatant. Exactly what Simple just said. Go and do your vaccine where you got bare people dying. Don't come to the people that's not dying to go and put a vaccine on them when they, or, or let me not say they're not dying because we don't we're not 100 percent sure. But we do, we yeah. have lower cases than the rest of them reported. Don't come here. Just keep your vaccine where you, where you, where you, where you need it, which is again what simple saying in Italy at the moment. That's where the vaccine is needed the most. Why are you going to countries where it seems like 
we're we're handling this situation a lot better than others. Maybe we may be behind, as it's people obviously people do say that you start off slow and then it gets further. But at the moment, we seem to be containing it a lot better than other countries oh, in Africa. Just Why just for, now coming? just to add the stats to that. Sorry, I'll be quick. Africa is currently this is like stats of the Friday the third of uh, March. So uh, a- April, isn't it or March? Sorry, April. We're in April, isn't it? God, damn, 47. Yeah, uh, yeah, we're in April, yeah. Right, um, so Africa is currently the continent least affected by COVID-19 with nearly 7,500 cases and just over 320 deaths. So that's um, obviously, that's the whole continent. So, it, so the whole continent has less deaths. a billion death. people. Yeah, the whole continent has less deaths than UK with 66 million people. So continue, sorry, Wahala. So if you need to do your vaccine somewhere clearly Africa's not the place that needs it so why are you now testing on Africans they they show us every day how much they see us as not even second class citizens they see us below animals so I don't know because I'm telling you now if if they were testing on the Africans you wouldn't get the same people that's that's screaming for animal rights testing to come come scream for uh, African testing they won't be they'll be be quiet they'll be pim they won't hear a word Mr. Mr. Wolf test in Italy yeah what do you what do you think about this, bruv? Before I flesh it out and say a bit more. Uh, to me, it, I don't know. There's not much to say on it. I'm not surprised. It's just the way how the world sees black and African people. It's it's almost it's normal for the French, for example. They're one of the most racist um, countries in history. They still take flipping slavery tax from the likes of Ivory Coast and Senegal and those kind of countries. So for a regular um, director of a hospital to have that idea formulating in his head is not, to me, out of the ordinary. It's kind of normal. You know, it's, it's um, the issue that I have is not so much with them because that's their normal behaviour. It's uh, with the governments of the African countries if they allow them in to do something like this. So let's take uh, Congo, for example. So there's a chance that they could go to Congo first, you know, and we all know what um, the leadership is like there. So my issue would be with the African leaders, if they allow them in to do some kind of study, those are the ones who... I would like um, an arrow to go through their heart and out the other end. Wow. You see, the big problem also with it now is that obviously in the UK, they were offering uh, 3500 for the trial, right? So imagine now an African leader is approached and they say, we'll give 2000 per head um, for every person that we test on. Do we trust... The African leaders, of course not, not to be swayed by that queng. Some of them, I'll, I'll, I'll say, will not. not. We'll turn it down straight. Others that are not as um, morally guided, of course not. The thing that makes me laugh about this situation is, and I, I, I'm speaking, you know, when you're just speaking on behalf of people without actually having that conversation, is yeah. did any of us ever think it was Tunisia? Did any of us ever think it was maybe Morocco? Did any of us think it was maybe even Egypt? The first thing that came into our, our, our minds was going to be the countries in Africa that are black countries of Africa, like the West, <laughs> like in West Africa. When, when, they, talk, even, when, yeah, they, when they talk about Africa, they're talking about two countries, straight. sub-Sahara Africa. When they say Africa, that's what they mean. If they're talking about them countries there, North, where it's desert land, they talk about, they say Middle East, they say North, they even yeah. say North Africa. 
they they they, yeah. they make it known that that's the part of Africa they're talking about. When they say Africa, that's not what they North mean. Africa, Southern Europe. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's what they're Everyone's talking about. There. I just I never even thought about those countries even thinking that. So when they heard that, they probably didn't even blink. They're probably thinking, oh, you know, it's not us. Someone else. All right, let me let me flesh it out for you a bit more then. So uh, first of all, one of the the people that was talking, their employer said uh, that this is fake news. It said it's a distorted video taken from an interview uh, with one of our researchers about a study, blah, 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 blah. Um, What they were trying to say is that Africa shouldn't be forgotten or excluded from this research because the pandemic is global. All right. The first person that spoke, the one that actually made the initial statement before the other person co-signed it, he's put out an apology. And um, he said, I want to present all my apologies to those who were hurt, shocked and felt insulted by the remarks that I clumsily expressed on LCI this week. Africa could be even uh, more exposed to serious forms of harm because there will be so few masks and little confinement because of social structure. It seems interesting to me that in addition to France and Australia, um, an African country could participate in this study, which I had never heard of before hearing about it on the show. So uh, that was his um, apology. I would just like to explain that bef- this is a short clip. I don't even think it's a minute long. Before this clip had happened, uh, I can't understand French. So unfortunately, I'm just going by what I've read in, in the media and whatnot. They were talking about doing this trial in Europe and Australia. This person then added yeah, his that. two cent and said, "Shouldn't we do this in Africa too?" Basically, listen, the eyes lit up. Yes, yes. I, I, I don't have a problem with Africa being included, but let us be last in it after we've proven that it works. Let's yeah. do that. Yes, let us have the the good version, the, <laughs> exactly the, the one that you you've been trying to. Decide, Man, don't want to be beta testers. Yeah. And and the thing about this country. Uh, and Europe and maybe Australasia or wherever else they're going to look to do this trial. The individuals that are doing the um, the trials, they are going to be handed that money in their hand, whether it's a cheque or cash. They're going to get that £3,500, which they get for flu jab trials and other trials for colds and all kinds of other things throughout the years that have gone by. There's no, for me, there's no guarantee that any individual in in the in those African countries that we spoke of that they're looking to do this test that they're going to get that money it's going to go straight to the government so I don't trust the governments in Africa most of them are just um, about themselves and not really about the people so um, no don't come to Africa at all you know if 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 there is tests to be done do them in your countries and then we'll use them once once you've done the testing it's not even for them to do it in their countries. They should do it where the greatest impact can be felt. And at the moment, that's Italy, whether we like it or not. Like, do, it, that's, do, it, do, it, do it wherever. We all got the same uh, uh, makeup, right? Unless they're going to admit the fact that we're more superior. <laughs> wow. <laughs> you know, so here's what it is. You know, do they want to test it on the strongest bodies? You know, people with the strongest organs and what have you. Is that why they want no, to that, do the that, test? That would that would but, make no sense, though. You test it on the weakest first. Yeah, you you test it on the weakest because you have to take into account that if you're testing it on the strongest, they might not have no reaction to it. Whereas it might completely um, wipe it out in somebody who's weaker. Mm, test on the weakest first. Uh, huh? Anyway. Um, I said. I said. Yeah. Go ahead. As a, a side note, why I just, don't they test it in China? 
comes from China. It's a China. The Wuhan virus. The Wuhan virus. Trump is a fucking. Whenever I watch that clip, I mean, guys, a piss taker, man. China. China. And he made it bold. Like, no, get it right. I said China. He's back down a bit though. He's back down a bit. Um, just for yeah. those of you who think that, um, you know, we are super conspiracy furious, everything to do with Africa and vaccines and whatnot. I just want to remind people of a story about the company Pfizer. And this was in the 90s in Nigeria, northern state of, is it Kanu or, or Kano? Kanu. 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 In northern Nigeria, how they did, a, they were looking for vaccines for clinical trials for meningitis. And basically, they they messed up the game and killed scores of children there because it, the, the things they weren't doing weren't really passing proper regulations. But they tried it on African, yeah. on Nigerian children. They had to do a payout after a fifteen-year court case. They gave a payout. So this is um, nearly a decade ago. But these are the kind of things that happened. We, we're not going to talk about the story in America when they were giving people the the, the the fake vaccines for you know to black people in certain communities to see how strong they were or the effects that these tests that they, basically they're just using blacks as test studies. Um, I can't remember that actual thing. I'm sure Simple Simon or Mr. Wolf will remember the the place. Uh, that it happened or the, or the, the names of the, the trial but that happened I think we've spoken about it maybe even season uh, one recent sorry yeah then there's the Flint the thing Flint. in Israel it's where the they were sterilising Ethiopian Jewish women mm-hmm. as well like it's and even, there's a history and even the Nazis the, the Nazis done a lot of tests on the black people so it's like, like it's I not. said it's nothing out of the ordinary you know this is what these people are about you know it's, I don't mean to you know we have people that are white listeners or whatever but it is what it is isn't it you know they've always wanted to target us for these kind of things you know and um, to me it's not out of the ordinary it's not uncommon it's not surprising my issue is just um, go for the thought of the African leader that allows them to come in and, and test their people. All right, guys. All right, all right. Yeah, we going spent, off the topic. We we spent the first uh, hour. Sorry, go on. I was going to say going off the topic. I was going to ask another question just to get away from this. Okay, okay. <laughs> yes, I was just wanting to know where, what you guys have been doing during your quality, your quarantine. Oh, good grief. What, what stuff have you been doing a bit different during your quarantine than you would normally do? Obviously, we, we, we'll go out normally at the time, but what have you been doing during quarantine time that you think to yourself, rah, I would never be doing this if I was in, if I wasn't in quarantine? Um, I haven't done anything out of, like, I haven't done anything spectacular. I probably sleep more and <laughs> probably drink more too. <laughs> Brother, you're a drunkard anyway regardless I don't think quarantine needs to help you for real but nah, yeah. I had a period where I weren't drinking at all to be honest with you like as this um, quarantine time started I was 55 days without drinking a drop <laughs> and then when you saw the quarantine all you heard was hello darkness my old friend <laughs> <laughs> I was looking. I was looking at the vodka bottle. Well, hello, darkness, my old friend. <laughs> Trust me. <laughs> All right, I so lasted fifty six days, boy, and then the juice is being drunk. I'm drunk now. Shit. <laughs> All right. So you're drinking. You're drinking more. Uh, there's no. There's no uh, dramas in the house. Everyone's cool. You're, you're, no, you're, there's no dramas in the house. Everyone's the everyone's cool. That's good. That's good to hear. What about you, uh, web slinger? Because you 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 quarantined in two different countries. 
<laughs> so what are you saying? Do you know what? Um, for me... He's supposed to be on three months. There ain't really much. Uh, much has changed for me, to be honest. Uh, I've been a bit defiant. I have gone out every once in a while. I've done the whole social distancing thing because I don't like people anyway, so it don't really make no difference to me. Um, but now the sleeping thing, and then yeah, nothing's really changed. It's it's the same old, same old. You know, okay. When it's when it's um involuntary, you you kind of hate it more. You hate being in more mm. than when you just choose to be in by yourself, off your own terms. But that's it. Wolf, what about you, um, Mr. Wolf? Boy, I've uh, done nothing really. I've had to go to work. So more time when people are indoors, I'm going to work. So I'm a key worker. So um, I haven't got more time on my hands. Maybe I don't see my kids as much. um, So maybe I've got a bit more time on my hands with reference to that. Uh, I'm learning a couple. I'm trying to learn a course on Open University. There's a free, a few free courses that they have on there. So if you go to Open University, there, there's I say a few. There's a there's about a hundred courses that you could learn. That's so great. That's great, man. I'm going to start learning a particular course that I've got my eye on. Um, I think it's called Social Media Marketing. I have said that I will start it over the past week, but I haven't um I haven't really got my teeth into it yet. Um I'm learning how to trade, so I'm relatively a new trader. And I'm trying to understand how that works as well, which is a bit complex to say the least. Uh, good I, time though. Yeah, it's a good time because it's very volatile. The markets are very volatile and volatility, you know gets you money at the end of the day i'd love to learn a new instrument love to learn a new language um and all of that stuff even without this quarantine business oh, yeah. uh, what's, the, what's the language app um rosetta stone Babel. rosetta stone i think they're doing a freeness as well during the, t- the thing as well i think rosetta so stone haven't got yoruba so f them Sorry. Well, well, I said all of that stuff, this free stuff that people are doing is really cool. I, I, I think that's a really good idea, especially the education ones. It, it get me. Well, I, I used to I, we're joining in. We're joining in. We're giving our podcast away for free too. <laughs> so, so, what are you doing, Steph? The, I'm, the, I'm the same. I'm the same. I'm, I'm the same. So, what are you doing? Oh boy. Um, because I'm working and I'm, I'm doing. I'm, st- I'm still going in sometimes, but I'm working a lot more from home. So that's obviously a major change for me. So I'm working a lot more from home and my, my wife is obviously at home as well. So that's that's that alone is a change. The amount of time that now we're spending together is completely different. It's like the complete opposite of what we used to have because she usually comes back quite late and by the time that she comes back, she's really tired. So we, we go to bed not too long. So we don't really spend that many hours. But now we're spending the whole day together, which is a completely different um, way of doing things. So that's that's different. Uh, I'm also obviously can't go to the gym. I, I used to go to the gym five times a week. So during my lunch break, that's what I do. I go to the gym. I can't do that anymore. So I'm working out from home. I see a lot of people are jealous. Je- they're jealous of me online because I've got bare weights. I even need to collect more weights from other places. I've, I, I've just, I'm just I'm letting it, those 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 stay over there. But um, yeah. So it's a bit different doing this workouts from home. And my, my wife is doing workouts now as well. She's joined all of these like online classes and whatnot because she's got the time now to do them. She's doing a lot of um workouts at home so i'll be doing some of these workouts with her 
and I just I've said it online. I'm saying it now. If come August, September, whatever this quarantine happens, if, I, if you see me outside and I've got ass, don't watch me and don't judge me because I'm doing all of these these workouts with this woman, and all they seem to care about is is things that seem to be affecting your bum bum. <laughs> fam, the other day I did one workout, one ab uh, ab leg or whatever thing. I was finished. I said, Nah, brother. I don't know what you lot are doing. But um, yeah, so that's been a bit different. So we're doing a lot of more things together than maybe we would have had the time to do before. So yeah, it's been good, man. I've just been... I'll tell you the worst thing I've been doing, though. I don't know where you, man, have been working from home, but I've been working from home in my kitchen. That's a terrible yeah. thing to do, bruv. <laughs> it is terrible. All I do now is... Before, when I used to go to work, I didn't used to eat throughout the whole day. I would have my lunch and that's it. Now... Because there's so many foods, whenever I'm bored, I just pick something to eat. I just get something to eat. Something behind me, just eat it. I'm just eating so much food, man. I need to calm down. I need to st- stop myself from all this constant eating I'm doing. Snacking this, snacking that. It's terrible, man. Well, absolutely. So you put on weight then? Huh? You put on weight? Not really. Not really. Not as much as I should be with the amount of eating I'm eating. But, it's um, funny though because I, I I'm not eating more. I'm probably eating less. Like I've gone into real ration mode now. So like I eat once a day, boy, and the snacking isn't is, even man. that mad. Nah, man. I've been I've been I've been eating, boy. And the and the wife's been cooking like she's just unnecessarily making uh, cupcakes <laughs> and all this type of stuff. I'm like, why are you making cupcakes for? Why what's the? Because she's got nothing else to do. So now she's just doing stuff. <laughs> I've been barbecuing for the barbecued about three times this week already. It's just, it's just like one of them. You're not, not playing, boy. It's there, man. No, you can't go outside, so you, you might as well do something there, innit? So the barbecue's just there. Why not use it? No, but what are you, man, saying with this lockdown, who, who's who got uh, the greatest appetite for the sex? I have. <laughs> <laughs> On your own, there. I'm, I'm, I'm waiting for season two of porn. Wow, I've watched all the porn. I'm waiting for season two. <laughs> I, I saw a tweet <laughs> saying somebody somebody said I finish um, I finish pool hub. I completed it. That is oh a game. You know. I finished so it. You know, funny. man's finished uh, pool hub. You know, <laughs> what I've been seeing online is that women are climbing up the walls because they need the thing. Oh, yes, yeah, so like, and and the men is being their, their, their chilled self or their normal self so my, my thought was who's this affecting more because if you are single and you're or you're or you have a partner but you are actually following the rules and you're not um meeting them you're staying and you live in separate houses you're staying in your own respective houses so you're going without the thing for a while who is it affecting more the men or the women well going by what you see online i would say more. the women because the way they're talking about how their tool is all mush up, this, that, the other, they've used their that vibrator, that what's that, the one thing, so much times the battery's done dead, the plug is destroyed. Like, I'm just like, wow, what's going on, fam? It's only a couple. Of, it's not even been two weeks. This lockdown. Yeah, no. From what I can see online, yeah, women are going in, boy. Maybe the women are just happier to to talk about it. Maybe maybe everybody's feeling. I it. don't know. These women are going in, bruv. I don't think that men need sex as much as women need. I believe believe men need sex, you know. You might be right. I think they believe there's that we need th- sex a lot more than they than than we actually do. There's an age component in there, but you might mm. be right. Yeah, when you're young and you're just that's all you know, innit? You you bang 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 bang. But after a while, you're just like, oh, 
It's just sex, isn't it? It's, 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 but the, I think the, it the goes the other way around for women. I think when we're younger as men, we want to be clapping the whole place up. Um, but women, they do at the same time, but not at the same rate. And I find that like when they get a bit older, when they get hit the stellar, stellar age, um, then they get that groove back. Turn around and do, do you know yeah, what it might? What? Do you know what it might be in regards to that though? Um, I think because men, we don't have much, you know. We just we, what, 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 we just put something inside a hole and keep doing it until we we bust nut. Yeah, there's nothing mm-hmm. we really need to learn about that. If you want, even even regards to bashing, you just bashing it and it just happens. Yeah, nah, man. We, talking about. Huh? Cut the blood technique. Cut the blood technique, bruv. What are you on it's about? It's true. Technique? He's right. You're putting it's a ticket inside something. It don't matter what technique you're doing. In. What you're doing is putting your cig inside what? something until you bust. Come again? I said, technique or no technique, the be or end is you're going to put your, your penis inside something until you bust. No? In black and white terms, yeah. <laughs> yes, Exactly. And a woman receives until she busts. It's the same thing. No, no. Women, there's so many different ways that they can potentially be aroused. There's so many ways that women can actually bust. Because can, they can bust through uh, penetrating sex. They can bust through uh, clitoris stimulation. They can bust through different ways. And I think uh, the women learn their body a lot later. Then obviously men don't really need to learn their body. We just know that we keep bang, 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 we'll bust. Whereas I think women learn their bodies and what they like and what they dislike a lot later in life and that's probably why they enjoy sex a lot more at the time later because they have more of an understanding of what's going on I think at the beginning as what was simple saying I don't think girls are really on sex that much because they're probably inexperienced men because obviously we're all young nobody really knows what they're doing they themselves don't necessarily know their bodies that well so um I think once they start to get to a point where they understand their bodies a lot more, that's when they can uh, appreciate sex a little bit more. I'm not saying old, old though. I'm saying more maybe their tw- uh, mid twenties start going about further than that. That's when they start maybe understanding themselves a lot more than maybe when they're nineteen, eighteen, or whatever. And then that's probably why they start getting a bit hungry for it. And then with the older you get, I think when you start getting to your thirties and late thirties and forties, they just say that your sex drive goes into overdrive because of your hormones as well, isn't it? You just more horny as well. Yeah. So yeah, it's just one of those situations. But I don't know. I think Mandem are just like mm. I haven't seen really Mandem screaming that they need to be beating things down online. But then again, I, that's that's maybe our timeline. There might be other timelines where all men are doing is because I've been see I've, what I've been seeing is that women are saying stuff on the timeline, and it seems like men are saying stuff in the DMs, and we're just not seeing <laughs> the DMs, did it? Yeah, for real. I think I don't know sure about you, lot, but I, I've I've had to duck from my missus a couple of times. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not trying to have no December babies, bruv. <laughs> I already told you, innit? I've, I've, yeah, I've, yeah. I've, I've, I've advised man for quite a few years, you know what I mean? For, from Mr. Wolf to told March, me, he's been in my head. When it comes to March, you need to pull Hold out. Hold off! You don't, you don't want to deposit in March, otherwise you're going to have Christmas babies, bruv, December babies. You know, uh, I've got two of them, and I'm happy I with won't them. Be, uh, I wouldn't advise anybody yet. You get me? I, I won't lie to you though. Like the whole current climate and that has impacted my um, libido. My thoughts on not even libido. My thoughts on pregnancy, particular. Eh? Like dun, dun. pregnancy at this time now. If I can avoid it, yeah, you get what I'm saying to you. Like just it's not. Leave it, just leave it till May. That's what I'm saying. Listen, you know, there was an interesting debate that they was having on um, the Joe Bodder podcast. It's a very strange one. But they were saying, 
you know, obviously all the hospitals and doctors and and certain surgeries are being closed down due to Corona. They were saying things like, "What happens if you was, you know, you you get somebody pregnant and you want to have an abortion, but none of their clinics are open? What happens then?" Oh, yeah. See, they were having an argument in America in law because you. Um, so I don't know what it's like in this country, but obviously you know, in America, the the, the thing with um, abortion is is because of Roe v. Wade, which is a cool case from time ago, where where basically they said it's allowed to have um, an abortion in this country. But there are some states, a lot of the southern ones or the conservative ones, where they're always fighting it. They 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 try their hardest to put any hurdle they can, so they push it back, or they it's like if it's not going past a certain point you can't do it or this and that blah 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 so anyways one of the things now with this corona is that they are trying to say that there are certain small operations or minor operations or whatever basically they're locking all these things off so me i was due to have a tooth operation i can't even remember the date anymore because i know they're not going to do it because obviously all these things is they're locking them all off what they were arguing in american law is can we include abortions into that because uh, the conservatives were saying, we don't want abortions. These are minor things now. Obviously, we've we got a bigger thing in hand. We can't have people just coming in saying that we want to get rid of our child and, and like taking away from a serious matter to do that. And so they were arguing that. And I think what happened is, in fact, let me not, let me not say anything. I think I know, but I don't want to say the wrong thing. So if you actually care about that, you can go and do your little research. But that was the actual thing that people were arguing in court. Like, we want to stop um, abortions whilst the corona's going on. It's mad. Well, there's a lot of. It's mad because um, it's like this is one of them times where you have to be very unselfish with yourself. I'm not talking about the abortions, by the way, but in general, you have to be very unselfish in regards to how much time you're taking up of the the, the doctors and nurses of, of the surface. Yeah. Yeah. So when you're like before, you just said now that you've got teeth problems and and whatnot. Like you have to make. It's not even just that as well. You have to make a decision, a conscious decision, whether you're, you, this thing is really, really you're willing to risk a life to go and find out whether or not you can get yourself treated by it. So let's say now I don't know you, you you hurt yourself. Are you thinking to yourself, do I go into the hospital? Do I go to A and E now, or do I just try and ride it out because I don't want to be sitting in A and E with fifteen hundred people or whoever's in A and E today, and suddenly I might get coronavirus because I was in A and E because I hurt myself. Maybe I just ride it out. So I'm thinking, how many other people is going to have that problem and they're going to die at home because of that as well? Because they might, I don't want to make it morbid again, but you know, they might have something that they don't actually know what they've got, but because they don't want to go into the hospital because they're scared to, to take up nurses' time or to, um, uh, you know, get the coronavirus, so they're just staying at home. No, there's that as well. I had I had a dental appointment. I cancelled, boy. They, they were prepared to do it. I said, nah, it's all right. Because I thought about the <laughs> you, journey you, there. I you've said, been nah, very nah, cautious. Right. You've been very cautious. I, yeah, I'm, I'm not so, fucking about, man. Yeah, I've noticed because I, I when today because today we had a discussion about um this for the listeners whether or not we should do this remotely or we should do this um in person, and simple was very fast to say remote. <laughs> I like rah simple simple's not rampant, boy. <laughs> I know Mister Wolf is not rampant. It's a conspiracy theorist man that's not rampant with this for this particular. Mister Wolf don't want to come down, man. He don't want to drive all that way if you don't have to. So uh, that's how I'm putting I'm putting it down to that. But he he sounded like he was more worried about the fine. <laughs> I was like, rap. Mr. Wolf is worried about the fire as well. He's like, well, yeah, so it's a combination but, of all those things. Uh, he's a black man in a tinted car. He doesn't want to be uh, cruising from from south to north. To, to be honest with you, like for me, when we're recording normally, uh, one of our weekly jokes is that the, we hear the sirens of the boy them going past and we see them every week. Like to me, the irony of getting um, 
clocked in the shop, it's mad. So I just think let's avoid it, innit? I don't want to be that idiot. Yeah, it's one of those things that it's all jokes and bants until the police actually knock on the gate and be like, what's, oh yeah, lads, what's happening there? And they see all the recording, exactly. they see all the recording equipment and then you, you look at yourself and you'd be like, remember during the riots when you saw the people stealing rice and they took the pictures of themselves stealing And you think, at the time, you must have been having fun. Obviously, people are smashing windows and they're taking this and that. <laughs> but then when you look back at it, you'd be like, uh, you know what? I actually took a picture of myself I doing the gun pose with rice. That's what we'd look back at ourselves. <laughs> back if, back like, left. hold on. We got, we could, we, we have bought, info- let's try not to overlap, please. We have bought microphones and all this equipment so that we could recall remotely the time you know bare other podcasts can't do it or you hear the quality of other podcasts no offence and it's like it's, it's different we actually set ourselves up to be able to do this then when the opportunity comes it's not even an opportunity the law you know they're telling you stay at home we still decide to meet up together and then the police knock on the gate and be like ah oh, lads you kind of flop yourselves well, you know you free in it it's not me <laughs> yeah I, could, I, t- I couldn't take that L bro that's why I said now nah, forget that bro I, I don't think it's the you it's big, it's big Wala and it's and it, and it's webs. The three of you have said that you want to meet up and record. And I'm thinking, well, why, why, why do you want to do that? We ain't allowed to. Who cares about what we're allowed to risk? do? You're not allowed to have them tints on your window. You still do it, ain't it? Bruv, we're talking about something serious, <laughs> isn't it? It's like just like you said. What I even mentioned that a couple of weeks ago. What happens if like the neighbours or whoever can see that we're doing something dodgy, and all of a sudden they rat us out? They call they call the police. Who goes what there? Going to do then? Who goes there? Yeah, man. Serious things. Talk man. about snitches. You know the six nine that ain't it? You know he got out of Corona. Six nine is out. Is it? Yeah, man. He pleaded Corona. You say what? They said that he's got. He's very asthmatic. Um. So basically, they released him early because of the coronavirus. I think they've been releasing a lot of people early because of coronavirus. Yeah, so they've released sure people two months early. Who um, anybody that's got two months or less on their sentence, they're allowing them to be released early, unless it's uh, for serious crime like rape or paedophilia. Is that UK? This is so, this, um, yeah, this is the most UK. ideal time for him to come out as well. It's ideal. Because obviously the, no one's on the road, so if anybody's looking for him, mm. they have to wait till the virus is clean. But I've been seeing on, on the timeline, a lot of people are. Uh, somebody said, who, I don't know what, I forgot who it was that was saying that it's not the same as it was beforehand. Snitching, snitching doesn't mean anything. I, I forget, somebody was very adamant about I think it was on the uh, Joe, again, I'll go back to Joe, I think it was on Joe Biden. I think it might have been more that was saying snitches doesn't mean anything or or it doesn't, it's not a big deal anymore. And th- it shows it is because people are like, what? I'm happy he's back. I, I hope he's going to come back and start making jokes. I think this boy can still make money, man. If they don't kill him, he can still make money. Of course he's still going to make money. The people that were following 6 9 were not the real people that's actually going to... Like, even if they were part of that world, the people that listened to his music were not part of... They weren't gang, They weren't the gangster ones. So they're still going to be buying his Same music. Way. So what? Okay, because I didn't hear Big Wahala properly. Are you saying that he's going to be released soon? He's out, bruv. Oh, he's out. Seen, boy. Uh, ironically as well. Sorry. Yeah, ironically as well. They're talking about letting out cartel as well. Nah, he's he's been he's been denied, bro. Have they denied him? Yeah, he's been denied. He's he's it was denied yesterday. Oh. But this releasing thing is, is happening all over the world, though. I know in Africa, in Ghana, they release a bunch of people. In 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 loads loads of countries, they're releasing people. And um, I think I saw a video. 
somewhere in South America or Mexico where I saw an actual swarm of people they were running I don't know if they broke out or if they let them out because the way they were running is like we are three we are free and somebody was just recording them it's like yeah we're laters and end of the day this hospital I mean sorry um, prison stuff is peak if somebody get, if, when people get it in prison imagine everyone's dead but I think apparently I think um, Meek Mill and Rock Nation did something for the guys in Rikers Island because they were refusing to give them masks and, and gloves but they've got them now because I see Tax Song was, was bigger than what for getting that done but going back to Simple you, when, you, when I said Cartel got denied you said ah why did you say that for? No you know what after I said it I thought to myself look at where we are in life yeah where we're actually upset that a man didn't get released from prison and he's a murderer and it's not yeah, even I, I don't feel upset about this thing that's what I'm saying I've been seeing a lot of people I don't I don't agree with this free the world boss thing I know it's funny but I don't agree with it he did murder let him stay there no you're totally right my thing is completely selfish it's about music it's nothing else okay so to talk to talk about another kind of murder let's talk about Labour and what they've done to themselves so they murdered themselves so uh, Mr Wolf you want to talk about the Labour leadership uh, not really. I just thought it would be good to discuss it. Not really, but I man posted it in the what, group. What people's opinions say. Yeah, no, no. I thought it would be something else to talk about other than the corona thing. In it, he's um. Yeah, Is this the question that you said? Remind yourself about the question. Come again? Yeah, bring me because I don't. I don't really know where I go on. Bring me where I go on. Well, Keir Starmer. No, they've um over over the past uh, twenty four hours. Um, this is we're talking about Saturday now. When you when this comes out, it'll be Tuesday morning. Um, the Labour leadership has been decided. Just you know, everything else is going on around us, and they've um, got themselves a new leader. I've forgotten his name. I had it written down somewhere. I don't even know where my paperwork is. But yeah, they got themselves a new leader, and um, he seems like a, a very placid kind of individual um a very someone who hasn't really got much character um he's i find him quite boring to be honest but he's not as uh radical as our as our man uh, jeremy corbyn and um he got twice as many votes as his nearest contender i think there was about six women who went for the labor le- leadership and he was the only man and he still got it you know what does that say about women in in the labor party and women in politics in general um and it's just uh i don't know just a little bit of a distraction in relation to the coronavirus business i just wanted to know what other people thought about it and what they thought about him being elected but it doesn't seem like anybody knows about it because any news outside the coronavirus thing is um is really it's kind of pushed right down picking order no if you if you if you if you follow the politics world is is it's big there because a lot of labor people are saying like uh, the left leading labor people are saying labor's dead now which is why i mentioned which is why i brought it to the meta thing they see kia kia as he's nowhere near as left as um obviously our, our man that's gone i can't remember his name now but he's, he's gone and he's uh, jeremy corbyn yeah the, Mr. Guy that, the guy that the guy that said that we we, we can have all this stuff and people said he was dumb. And now we're going through this pandemic and suddenly all this stuff that he said that we should be doing, they're finding the money to do. Whoa, 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 whoa. Uh, put, all right, put a pin on that. I'll come back to that because I can, I'll challenge that easily. That, that, that's, a, that's a nonsense. I'll challenge some that. Some of the stuff then, not all of it, but some of the stuff. Uh, I'll, I'll, challenge, I'll challenge that momentarily. So Kia Starmer, I think he got 50 something percent of, of, of the vote in the first round. But Mr. Wolf, you had something to say. 
No, just a little bit of background on uh, Keir Starmer. Is it Starmer or Stearmer? Um, he's only been an MP for five years, you know. That kind of speaks about white male privilege in itself. You know what I mean? Which, which uh, woman is going to be an MP or which black man or woman is going to be an MP for just five years and find themselves leader, leader of, um, you know, the Labour Party or any major uh, place in politics? Um, yeah, and from what I've heard from people on TV and online, they say that he's very steady, he's sensible, you know, but he lacks character. And he's a bit great. You know what I mean? Some people kind of comparing him to John Major. Labour's John Major. Sorry. Did I say that? Labour's John Major. Mad. The Conservative John Major, the former Prime Minister. So, um, but the thing is, is that Jeremy Corbyn left the leadership or left Labour in the worst position that they've had since World War Two. So they've had less seats than they've ever had in the last maybe, what, 60 odd 70 odd years so he's got a lot of work to do he's got a lot of work to do so and he's got about four years to to kind of steer the um people that left labor back into back into his backyard or back into his front room you know but i just i don't know we'll see what happens but this is a little bit of politics outside of the madness of uh covid19 labor is dead here, here lies Labour. Can they be resurrected, man? Who's going to give them mouth to mouth? I, I was telling man, um, I can't remember his name on Twitter now. One of the old ESM boy, one of the smartest, smartest men I've ever known, actually. Um, I said, he was like, oh, my days, Kia. Oh, my days. Can't, can't, it can't be any worse. And I was thinking, Labour is not getting resurrected until I am in my 50s. Tories are in power for the next decade, standard. Put money on it. Yeah. Yeah, standard. Yeah. I, I actually agree with you. The man is a safe pair of hands. He's the most well-known out of all the uh, the people that was up for the le- Labour leadership. So as much as there's male privilege and, and this and that, he was the one that was the most well-known. He was, I'm putting in brackets like this, the safest pair of hands. Uh, some of the other people were a bit uh, either left-leaning or a bit more centrist, and I guess they just didn't want that. He is somewhere in the middle, kind of like a middle porridge. But as you're saying, Mr. Wolf, he's a bit boring, he's a bit subdued. It's like, you, obviously, you have that rubber band effect. So in, in America, you had Obama, who was this charismatic, black, you know, suave person, and then bang, the next person is Trump, who's like the exact opposite. You, you usually get that. So in this case now, you had... Um, why is it I've forgotten his name the man's gone and I've forgotten his name Jeremy Corbyn Jeremy Corbyn is there you know you had this man that's <laughs> oh, been boy, in politics forever already boy what can I say I've got bad memory man uh, the old news he was in politics forever far left radical person and then bang same rubber band effect let's go to the other side a bit let's calm this down because clearly that didn't work like he said Labour's in the worst situation that they've been in since World War 2 they've been mullered so people uh, and then who he's had as basically his number two I can't remember her name as well sorry I'm bad with names today Um, I've had a bereavement leave me alone Um, is like uh, people are saying Labour's finished because he's got a bit of a lefty that's his underling or he's got her in the in the shadow this, cabinet and they don't they don't want her number there. two. Sorry? Dawn Butler. Is this the, the confirmed number two? No. She's not in the number two. She's just in the shadow cabinet. But I can't remember her name, so so just but the deputy leader, yeah? Sorry? The deputy leader? No, no, no. Or deputy or, or the second leader. No. So it's not Dawn Butler you're talking about. 
No, is she the is she the one? Because I've, I've even been keeping up with the Labour thing. Is she the uh, before? She, I'm, sure, I'm pretty certain she was the second the what, the deputy. Maybe better was to Jeremy Corbyn, Dawn Butler. But anyway, no, Dawn Butler was that's she, a black woman. She wanted to be the deputy leader. They have this, so the parties. I, I mean, the, the competition. No, the competitions were running um, concurrently for the leader and the deputy leader. But I've only heard about the leader. I actually haven't paid no mind to the deputy leader. Um, this this labor thing has actually gone under the 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 carpet for most people. Nobody's interested in that. I don't know what I haven't switched on the news today, but I, it, it got to the point the other day when they said something about some sort. It was a music or something, and I said, "Wow, non-corona news," and it was still to do with corona. I was like, "Wow, I haven't actually seen an article on the news about something that's not corona in weeks." Apparently, apparently Diane Abbott is uh, she's she's stepped down as. Um, the sh- Shadow Home Secretary. Yeah, she was she was gonna do that anyways. Mm, today, so uh, respect to Diane, man. One of the one of the long-standing members in the game, boy. She, no, she's still there. She's still there as an MP. She's just stepping down as the. Yeah, I know, but she's but still. Oh, so this basically, I don't know if I'm overshooting here, but this basically looks to me like um, setting the foundations for the austerity that's going to come because we're going to be under some serious austerity. Oh, hey, all right, if, austerity. if you want to go down that road, I'm telling you, look out for VAT to be 22.5% soon. All you, self, yeah. all you self-employed people that have been paying yourself I through dividends, last week. yeah, you people that were paying yourself yes. through dividends, this is what's going to come back because you people that, for, for those of you who don't know about self-employed people, you can either just pay yourself, just, oh, this, is my, this is how much the company brings in, I take in this money or you can put, you can, you can have shares in the company and you can take money out of the shares, which is basically a way of avoiding paying tax. Now, these people obviously don't pay pay as you earn because they don't pay the tax, but they're still making their money. So now with this corona stuff coming out, look at me, I'm getting excited. Now with the corona stuff coming, these people are asking for a handout from the government, which is fine because everybody else is getting a handout. Maybe I only make 50, 60 grand a year on my, my business, but I'm getting it through dividends. But I want, um, but I don't pay tax on that. Yeah, But I want the handout from the government. Now, all this handout that the government's giving is giving people 80% of their wages or is giving self-employed people like a £10,000 grant or is giving this or that blah 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 blah. it's all coming out of the pays you earn apparently yeah so it's the, the tax that we've paid out it's now coming back to us wonderful thumbs up right the thing is what's happening is that these people that haven't been paying tax are still asking for the same handouts so what's going to happen is once this is all sorted the man's going to come back and say with his next red beef case he's going to say yeah I'm putting a stop to that somehow or some way, shape or form. That's, no, he won't. That's gonna get. That's gonna turn. It's gonna turn peak. They're gonna. He's gonna take no, tax it or it's something. You don't think so? No, because the people that are, that do that are gonna be Tory people in the first place, and a lot of them that's probably leaders in these in these um these uh, situations probably have businesses and do exactly the same thing. So I, I don't think they're gonna touch them in that way. Level. I, they're gonna tax people that are, are the ones that are below. <laughs> that's you, we're gonna as you said, VAT's gonna go up. Stuff like that's gonna go up, but it's the people that are high that can afford to pay the money are the ones that are gonna be touched the least. Trust me on that one. Well, that's my fault anyway. If it's Tory that's in power still, I can't see them taxing their own because that's what's gonna happen. But a lot of the but, business leaders were the first people that, went, that, that was running to go to Tories because they know they're gonna be getting these tax breaks. Obviously, there's a big situation and the pandemic's happened. I can't see them now saying to those people that they they know they are the key key voters. They're gonna start taking money off them. Uh, 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 like, uh, uh, you say key voters. Remember. 
Tory, the reason we're saying Labour's dead is because Tory have taken a whole heap of those Labour voters. Now, yes. even before the corona thing happened, they did the uh, the budget and the, the budget was taking on so many things that Labour were going to do anyway. They are leaning more to the left fiscally because they need to keep those people on board. So they've had it on mind that we are actually going to uh, appease these people that came onto our side because if we don't, then they'll quickly leave. It's that same rubber band thing they'll go but so 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 the thing is the higher um earners your your typical tory people they are never going to vote labor so you can actually squeeze them a little bit and they have to shrug their shoulders and be like okay fair enough they're still going to vote tory. a little bit yeah it's, it's gonna be a big squeeze bruv but yeah, everybody's gonna get squeezed that's the point well, if everybody gets squeezed you can't complain if the people down below are getting a tax more on this or they get something however they do it yeah they're getting the, they're getting their squeeze and then the people the higher earners they're getting their squeeze as well they raise the, um, or they lower the um, the 40% rate to 38% um, tax or I don't know how whatever it is they do if everybody's getting squeezed all together what can you do except shrug your shoulders you can't say I'm going to vote I'm going to vote uh, Lib Dems or something no you gotta, you're still going to vote Tories Stay, hold your own you know keep, keep in your corner and just deal with it because that's life though. I think I think it's very interesting to see what the banks are doing in this situation with regards to things like the interest rate payments and mortgages. So they were like, oh, so interest rates going down that low. Nah, nah. Bond mortgages. <laughs> we're, not, we're not giving them we're not gonna give any mortgages out. I just think rotted. They're just like, you're not giving any mortgages out. And if we are, you have to have like 30% uh deposit. I was like, they just fixed themselves accordingly, real fast, boy. They didn't waste any time in saying, "Nah, we are gonna, get, we are going to get our money, regardless of what you think this this interest rate is gonna be cut to. We're gonna collect our money this very night." So yeah, our people are cutting their cloth, obviously, to spite their face and and, and making sure that they they they're looking after themselves. But I can't see them being heavily to the to the business owners. I can't see it, but you never know. Yeah, maybe they're already but I was already already trying to run out of the UK because of Brexit. You gotta force them even further. All I know is that the austerity that's coming is going to be mad. I might have to be out here selling dick and do <laughs> do some gigolo work, bro. Oh, man. Uh, you uh, know, um, I think they need to try... Uh, Mr. Wolf said it beforehand, and I think a couple of us have said it before, but no, definitely Mr. Wolf said it. They need to go and take as much money as they can find and shift it underneath David Miliband's nose and say, look, let's take this money. We're sorry. We're sorry. Just come back. I'm actually just come I'm, back. I'm actually we'll looking at a David Miliband tweet. I don't know. You know. You know. I don't really frequent Twitter, but he says uh, first good news for some time. Congratulations, Keir Sturmer, who can bring back intelligence, principle, judgment, all essential for Labour to be of service to the country. The Corbyn years brought terrible shame and uh, monstrous defeat. Um, the clearer the new start, the better. And I was on, just about on, to this guy. What's his? What do you say his name is? David Miliband. Keir Sturmer. No, not him. The, uh, the other David guys. Miliband. Stur- Sturmer. Yeah, Keir yeah. Sturmer. I was just about to tweet David Miliband now, and just uh, tell him that if you returned, you would moonwalk back into Downing Street. Shall I do that? <laughs> okay, know, so you, they're putting you... a Jewish guy at the front. Come again? I said. So they're putting a Jewish guy at the front. I don't know this if uh, Sturmer's Jewish. I don't know. Is yeah, Sturmer that, Jewish? That would, that, would, that would make sense, though. After, the, obviously, the, the whole anti-Semitic labour Yeah, situation. this is what I mean. Yeah. That would make sense if they were going to do that. I, I don't know, anyway. But they ain't, just need ain't, to be ain't, Ke- ain't Keir like, a, like an Irish name or something? 
Yeah, Kia sounds Irish. Let me let me check it. No, the, sur- the surname is the one you look for, bruv. Alright, let's. Have a look. I don't know. I don't know. Might what be Jewish his from his is. mother's side. You never know. Anyway, we'll, we'll, we'll look into that about a bit later. What's the, is that the question that you wanted to ask us, though, Mister Wolf? You say what? You said there was a question that we, you just put in there. Thank you, thank you for reminding me because that's not it. No, I didn't want to put the question in there because I didn't want you guys to actually think about it. I want to just tell, ask you, and then see what your reaction is. And it, unfortunately, it is another kind of COVID business, yeah. So um, I should have actually linked it on to the discussion with those Frenchmen. It's about vaccinations, yeah. Now we've had a couple conversation regards to vaccinations the effect that it will have on our children and whether we're going to give our children whether we have given our children a vaccination it's a major topic in barbershops in hair salons on whatsapp groups or whatever and with this um, coronavirus business people are talking about vaccinations for coronavirus so there's two so it's like a two-part question and i'll ask the second question once you've answered the first if there is a vaccination I think I know the answer but if there is a vaccination for the coronavirus um, just like there is for the flu jab is any man in here willing to take it? Of course <laughs> I'll be there I'll be there hand out You say of after, course After but... after, after, otherwise everyone else has had it first <laughs> Yes But, but you're saying you're saying that you would take the vaccination yeah? I don't know about if I'll take it now but I'll take it at some point if it's, if it's something that I Bro, this thing is murdering people. I don't. I, there's times when you think that the vaccinations are this, that, or the other. I don't think they want this this population decrease that is happening this badly. So yeah, I'll take it. I'll, so I'll hang on, Walla, do you do you take flu jab at the moment? Flu jab is for old people. It's not for you. <laughs> there's enough young people that take flu jab. It's not there just for be. old people. There's, there's, there's for the olds. It's they not for the old. It's for everybody. Well, I don't you, need to take flu jab because I don't get flu often. Okay. Well, the thing is, is that. In the grand scheme of things, not many young people have uh, unfortunately taken a turn for the worse with reference to the coronavirus. It has mostly hit the elder population. Not to say that it hasn't killed um, um, yeah, people get of our generation. Point. Just like flu has killed uh, many youngsters, but in the grand scheme of things, it does affect the old more. But young people, you know, if you consider ourselves and our gen- generation... We take the flu jab. There's people that I know that has got the flu jab. There's people that I know that are younger that's got the yeah, flu jab. Yeah, but the jabs. flu jab is something that you take every year. I don't know what this... We don't know what this coronavirus jab is. If it's a vaccine that's telling me that if I take it, I'm not going to ever get coronavirus again, I'm going to take the thing. What do you mean? Okay. Um, simple, Simon. If, if it's something I have to take every year or something, it might be different. Mm. Um, <clears throat> They would have to... I don't know. I'm doubtful, to be honest with you. Because You're an anti-vaxxer, isn't it? You're an anti-vaxxer, that's what they call you. Well, they, yeah, they would call me an anti-vaxxer, but to be honest with you, I haven't ever taken flu jab before. And although it's a known known, like flu jab is out here murking people all the time, I don't take uh, anti-malaria when I'm going to Nigeria and all that. And that's been murking people for so a long time. So you don't get time. yellow fever jab? Who, me? I've had the yellow fever jab. I've had yellow fever, tetanus, and I think when I was at school, I had the BCG. Mm-hmm. But outside of that, I don't really, I haven't really taken any of the others, and I've had malaria twice. Man, man okay. facing death and still going back, boy. 
A lot I've of people talk twice. about. I've had typhoid. Wow. And you fought them all off. Well, yeah, you do, isn't it? You burn mm. the herbs, isn't it? Okay. I mean, a lot of people are talking about what this vaccination is going to have in it. There's a lot of conspiracy theories um, stating what is going to be in this vaccination. A lot of it's connected with um, certain companies, whether it's Microsoft or whatever. But um, yeah, a lot of people who were okay with vaccinations are kind of steering away from the idea that they would even consider uh, taking it and even giving it to their children. But I want to hear what Stavros and uh, Webbs have got to say about this as well. Are they the same people that are, are, are saying that they think 5G is doing it as well? I do. I mean, it sounds it's, it sounds funny, but for me, I don't know enough to completely dismiss the idea because I know as a matter of fact that technology can be bad for your health. But all of a sudden, cer- certain techies uh, or people that are considered to be technic- to, uh, know about technology and things like that, they I know some people that completely write it off, dismiss it, laugh at the fact as if that they are experts on what 5G is and what radio waves are and what it has done in the past to people's health. I don't know enough think, of about it to completely dismiss it. What I, think I do radio know waves is that can, um, can te- d- technology, whatever type of technology it is, whether it is your computer screen that you look at too much, it's not good for you. If you have an x-ray, people have to leave the room. It's the very last resort that they would say, take an x-ray. And when they are giving you an x-ray, everyone's leaving the room except for you. Yeah, but me? I think that's Mobile a bit different. Mobile phones we, we, and all kinds of things. We, yeah, I but, don't know enough about it. People that I, think, I know don't know enough about it are completely dismissing the ideas if they know. But I think with regards to this type of situation, you're, yeah, you're right. You're talking about radioactive and radio waves. That is fine. So if somebody said to me that 5G and these 5G masks can be detrimental to somebody's health, I would not, dis- I would not debate, I mean, dispute that. I could say, yeah, it could potentially be that. But to then say that it can create a virus, that's why I'm like, mm, that's different. Because that virus is now something that needs to be passed off from one person to another, from one person to another. And I don't think radiation it works in that particular way where it, it can cause a virus. Does that make sense? It does, but I've heard people speak contrary to, to that. So, so-called experts. I mean, these people that are online that claim that they are experts, that they will tell you categorically that it can cause a virus. I don't know them personally. Radiation. All I'm hearing is that they are this doctor, professor, whatever, whatever. You just, sometimes you just, they could be talking out of their backside. But there are some people who claim to know a lot about the human body and who have worked for certain uh, telecommunication companies and they swear blind that there is some kind of connection. I don't know. I'm just saying that I'm not willing to dismiss it. It's not until... um, I've always said this about conspiracies. They sound so far-fetched until 20, 30, 40, 50 years later, people are talking about it as, as if it's normal, you know? But Mr. let me hear what Stavros is saying. Mr. Wolf, and, and do you remember the um, the uh, strapline for the X-Files? Or, or, or Mulder's... Trust um, no one. Huh? Trust, trust, trust no one, right? Um, well, maybe that was one of them. The one I was thinking of. The truth is out there. That's another the one too. But uh, yep. uh, he wants to believe. <laughs> that's that's Mulder wants to believe. Uh, I want to believe. Yeah. Was was um 
was abducted and I think the grand scheme of things, I think it got right to the end and it was a fact, innit? He was laughed at. Ah, aliens, uh, whatever, man. And then when it come down to the end of the programme, it came that his sister was abducted and then Scully got flipping up abducted, innit? It got a bit weird, but... Spoilers. You know... <laughs> For the twenty-year-old <laughs> if it's a spoiler for X Files, man, get out. It's like Pat's giving spoilers for Star Trek, bruv. Get out of it. I, Pat Stavy, what's your opinion? I, I would um, probably take it. So, um, Webs, what about you? I'm reluctant. I probably wouldn't take it. Well, I will put. It, I will put it in you, bruv. <laughs> I will I slap you. Come near me with that thing. You know, like on the eighteen, you be a Barakas. You don't have to knock you out. <laughs> Man would just wake okay. up with the with the with the needle still inside him, boy. I'll be like, bruv, we had to do it to you, boy. We had to, we had to give it to you. The reason the reason uh, they would have uh, they would have to have tested that in Italy long, long, <laughs> long, long before I would even trust me. Italy and Israel. Give it to them Italians first. The reason I'd probably take it is because um, <laughs> And the Israelis, you know. It's because yeah, No, you have to you have to give it to the Israelis because that's that's the only way that you know that something dodgy might not be going on. Those are chosen people, bruv. They aren't the chosen people, but let's not get into that. Okay, second question. <laughs> I don't think anyone's a chosen people. But the second question that. is, um, the answers that I've got kind of water down the second question a, a little bit. A lot of the people that I've spoke to over the past couple of weeks who've fully read this COVID-19 act, which I would love, to, I'm going to send to you guys to read Concern Man. I know Stavros and maybe um, a simple read like Usain Bolt does his 100 metre races, mate. I'm not a quick reader, but I would like man to read and kind of come back to us. But anyway, a lot of people that I've said that I've spoke to about it, will they've categorically said, I am not taking no vaccine that comes out of this period. So the question that I kind of rose to them and maybe even to Webslinger, who's kind of reluctant, I'm reluctant myself, is that it may become mandatory in the sense that they can't force you to take it. But you see how we spoke about yellow fever and things like that. I believe that there are going to be countries who will who will state that if you do not have this vaccine, you are not allowed in our country. So based on that, Webs, you're, on, you're the only one who's kind of reluctant and Simple Simon, actually. Would you take it then? No. Is, no. Ni- is Nigeria one of the countries that's saying All that you can't go in? All countries on the planet are saying you can't come in unless you take this vaccination. I don't go South London, so I can handle not going <laughs> to another country. Well, that's it. A lot of people have really thought, mm, well, then I'll stay here then. They're chatting rubbish. Me? They'll take it. Come again? They're chatting rubbish, they'll take it. Probably, but, you know, that's their first reaction, isn't it? And that's how much that they are not co-signing the whole vaccination thing. Let me, let me ask this question on top of that question, yeah? Make sure you answer the question, though. Um, no. Um, I, re- I already said I'm going to take it, so no, why simple, I not take simple. it again? Let me hear what Simple says. Bruv, I don't know if I could live the rest of my life knowing that I have to be one white people all the time. <laughs> So racism will make you take it. <laughs> so you'll so, so you'll take the white vaccination to get away from them, yeah? yeah hey, 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 a black person might make this vaccination, you know. We're so quick to say that the white man might be the one that'll get that that cracks it. 
you'll find that it's one black woman from one country that no one ever knew heard about because they've, they've put her down so badly. And she doesn't even have a well, laboratory. She lives in a bush. And she rubbed two herbs together and it was mm. done. So, Brother, so, you, know, so you'll take it simple? Will I take it? Yeah. I still feel like I don't know, bruv. All right. I think you'll take it too. I don't know either, man. I think you'll like, even move your... The flu jab the is not seeing me. The flu jab is not seeing me. I'm not taking that shit, bruv. I ever. can take a lot of... Ever. Never, ever am I going to take that. See, I was going to ask you this question regarding that, yeah? So... Obviously, they're saying it affects all of the older people, this coronavirus. It's the ones that are getting hit the most. So if they brought out this vaccine, right, and your parents said they've offered us to take this vaccine, are you going to tell them that they shouldn't take it? Um, knowing, that, knowing that they're the most vulnerable people. Mm, it's, That's it's, the question. It's, yeah, it's, it's, I mean, I can give my advice. It's like my, my brother, I, I, I kind of see him as like our family, like, health herbal expert you get me it's like anything with reference to improving your body it's, there's him and a couple other people that i know they'll say take this take that and take this and then you'll say how do you know that and then they'll tell you why it's like they've done their research and i'm talking about deep deep research i told my brother listen you need to you might as well just become a flipping herbalist bro. like start your own business do something and you know he is like my dad said that he's like his um, that he that that's my doctor, you get me? Because when my dad or my mum have certain issues, we kind of look to my brother. What do they need? You get me? So there's certain people out there that are so deep into the natural form of prevention and the natural remedies when you do have certain things that even the old don't need these um, jabs. They don't need these kind of things, you know. So um, but this I would is something need to that no do one knows more about, research. Though. Sorry? But this is something that no one knows about. We don't know anything about COVID-19. This is a completely new virus that has similar aspects to the flu virus. But to be honest, they do not understand it and they don't know it. So herbalists can't be telling you that we know the herb because they don't know the herb. At the end of the day, no, people do know about um, the corona. And that's the thing. It is not an old, sorry, it's it's not a new um, um, virus. It's very old. You get me? But um, no, they, this call, strain they call is it COVID-19, like it's like a new form. But people have said that there are natural remedies for this thing, that there are ways to combat it. There's ways to prevent it. And when you do have it, that it is a weak virus that you can get rid of it. If you have certain symptoms, coughs, sneezing and all this kind of weak stuff, there's people that are sending all the kind of things that are out there. And I've even done a few things because I'm Abu going to Naki work. Abunaki will defeat everything. Abunaki or even Agbo. You go and get some Agbo and that will sort you out. But just things that make sense. Heat, steam your face. There's um, a thing that I'm doing. I'm getting orange peel. Um, uh, I'm getting orange peel, onions, turmeric and sea salt. And you know how you would put your face over like water or steamed water when you've got a sore throat that's what i'm doing with that so i'm allowing it to simmer over the over the stove over the cooker and i'm inhaling it for 20 25 minutes you get me so that is me doing my own little thing when i'm going out and i'm kind of interacting with people because i'm a key worker i need to be around people unfortunately and that's just my way of kind of maybe preventing it i'm taking 
elderberry i'm taking uh, sea moss i'm taking vitamin c i'm taking vitamin d certain things that um will help your immune system fight this thing and people don't really think about vitamin d for black people we need to overdose on vitamin d and we need to overdose on vitamin d so that our immune system can work the way it's supposed to work if you decide to give your immune system certain vitamins for it to work properly. Hey, hey, hey. Don't, f- don't f- touch no woman though, bruv. Sorry? Because you're pregnant right now, boy. Don't touch no woman because you're you firing on all cylinders. Well, I, I, I don't know. I mean, there's, there's, there's so much that you can take, but this information is not out there. And me being a conspiracy theorist, bruv, I can give you a photograph of over a hundred herbalists. A hundred people that have lost their lives in um how can i put it in circumstances that can't be explained you know that okay, are, they're kind of right. they're, they're kind of questionable you so know and we we've got to understand no? sorry what would you tell your parents to take it yes or no you've got right right around this right <laughs> the nah man i haven't gone around it i'm i'm just saying that um that you need to have knowledge of other things and do your research on other things before you make a decision. You okay, but I mean? you've so, got to make a decision. So, sorry, you have to take it yes or no. Why are you dismissing what I'm saying, bro? I'm not dismissing <laughs> what you're saying. I've asked you a yes or no question. The, no, the vaccine's there. They said to, they, they've asked you. They said, Mr. Wolf, I need. You. They've asked me to take this um, vaccine. Should I take it? Yes or no? They don't ask you for all of this all of this extra that you're giving them they want a yes or a no answer because that 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 uh, that time limit that they can take it is gonna go so either we can take it or we're not because just like the ventilators they're saying if you look uh, uh, on a long thing there's other people that can get this so if you want to take it you take it now or you don't take it yes or no um i don't know because i'm of the opinion that some people uh i don't know i think that that jab will end up killing people anyway personally so that's uh, a no then I'm, it's an I don't know um, it's definitely not a yes two, two points sure. two points two points one for those of you getting those uh, forwarded whatsapp messages from auntie uncle mummy daddy just know that they started from Mr. Wolf and yes and I was I didn't speak that as anything and two what, what are you talking about I, I, it's a joke I'm just trying to lighten the mood and two um, why would they need the shots to kill people if the virus is killing the people it's it's just another way of of getting to kill you twice people, isn't it? it's, yeah it's just another way what 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 because they're getting them in one way doesn't mean that, they, that they can't get them in another way okay. there are some people who are not going to die um when they get the virus it's just factual, isn't it? There's, there's a lot of people that are recovering. There are old people. I, I, I saw something on the news even. They, they said, this is a good news story. Someone who's 99, a British white man, 99 years old, who got coronavirus and he survived. Do you know what I mean? It's, it's, he had black friends. He used to wash his hands. <laughs> <laughs> Kill him again. Kill him again. I, I so, will, I will say, me. though, that the lower deaths seem to be either in the countries that started very early with um, combating it, stockpiling um, masks and getting the respirators and whatnot in. They're basically the ones that works very fast and very early. And maybe, and the places in the hotter countries. The hotter countries seem to be like dealing with the things better without 
and those hotter countries tend to be the poorer ones so they don't have the um, equipment that the, the richer ones do so i don't know if they're just not testing as much because like if you look at the whole of africa south africa's got it the worst and they're going to be the best one of the best equipped to test it so maybe they are just testing better but the deaths in africa and south america are low comparatively to the richer um continents and it's like hmm something's, something's going on here why is it these hot countries nah that's gone i'm gonna say nah that um that's kind of like basic science so you guys know the difference between a virus and a bacteria right um no 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 oh Okay, right. So technically speaking, um, a bacteria is alive and a virus isn't in the same type of way. The main difference between them in, um, is that a bacteria doesn't give a fuck. Um, it could literally grow on virtually anything. Um, it isn't sensitive to temperature, particularly. Um, and you if you want to fight bacteria you use um what they call it antibiotics mm. uh vi- virus is the opposite in the sense that it doesn't it can't survive very long on its own um it needs a host more often than not mm. and it is extremely susceptible to variants in temperature so what you're talking about with the hot countries um would logically makes sense because coronavirus can't really survive um plus 26 i think it is degrees celsius and those countries you're talking about have an ambient temperature that would be around there or above there certainly will be above there during the day so in places like the uk where it's cold and it's hitting us in the winter now someone sneezes the the um, virus cells end up on the door handle or something it can live there for longer than maybe somewhere like dubai or somewhere in so, africa so why is it you're arguing what i was saying because that's sorry because you said no like when i was saying what i was saying like you're disagreeing with me no but i'm saying the, exp- the explanation is because you're saying that there's something about these um hotter countries and i'm saying yeah there is something about the hotter countries and on a very basic level the virus can't survive um, you in say no, temperatures. That's, that's why I said, "Why did you? Why did you stop it?" Yeah, you're, you're, you didn't say yeah. You said, "You said no, no." <laughs> I didn't say this after you said. Yeah, because I, I haven't given a specific reason. The only thing I say is, is it Iraq or Iran where it's, it's going rough? That's a, that's a hot place, and and it's it doesn't seem to have an effect there. Because there are certain, basically, yeah, but they did something there. Okay, well, there are certain people that are saying you know it affects these type of people more or this people less. And for me, it's, I don't think it's got anything to do with the people. As we spoke about earlier in the podcast, there are people we know that are of our uh, our kinfolk who it's affecting, but they live here. I think. But the thing about yeah, Iran, it's, just just to uh, let you know that Iran's um, temperature at this time of the year is not is not high. So in the summertime, they get a mad high temperature. They get similar kind of... When it's winter over there, bro, it's winter. Okay, let me check the temperature in right now. Then. Sorry, um, gone uh, webbed. What was I supposed to say? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. He just put, he, I think you just to answer the question about whether or not... Well, I, I, I've then steered the question over to say whether or not you would let your parents get it. So if, if your mum said to you, boom... You know, the um, vaccine is there for me. He's right, you know, Sorry. temperature in, in Iran is, is right now is pretty similar to what it is here. You also have to take into account um, 
even with the hot countries, like somewhere like South Africa, I reckon, um, what's this thing called? Air conditioning is quite prevalent there, which means that the places where people are most um, congregating will be below that 25, 26 degrees. So that virus can just live in that environment. Not in the townships, bro. All right, well, we'll, well, yeah. we'll see that it, when when summertime liquor's proper. We'll see if if uh, if it all goes That's goes what Trump's away. Been saying. Trump's been saying it. It's going to get hot. It doesn't like the heat. It'll go away. It'll go away. It'll be fine in the summer. All right, can we move on? Ask that man. I want the mastermind question asked, man. Let's get off this thing. Yeah, go on, then, bro. Yeah, I man. Don't, I don't have an answer to that question, though. But we'll, come, we'll come again. I don't really have an answer for that question, but you can ask it. Okay, thank you for letting us know. We could have come round to you and then you could have just said that I don't know. I'm just saying it now. Goodness so me. So start man. somewhere else. Um, yeah, so now, nah, go on. No, no, what? sorry, go on, go on. Now, nah, I was watching Mastermind today and um, it just brought back some memories. I used to watch that in the family home back in the day when there was one TV, you know, and then you would try to answer some of the... Um, general knowledge questions and then if there were questions based on something that you had interest in you would maybe be on a roll of answering a few questions right and they do a celebrity one and if you obviously win you get some money for certain charities it just had me thinking about certain people that i know including you guys so if you was contenders on mastermind uh, what would be your specialist subjects and who do you think of us <laughs> and, <laughs> <laughs> and and well bruv, you know we know there's people that are in the profession of vagina isn't it so um, in numerous aspects whether you're a porn star or whether you are actually a gynecologist so you know who what would be your specialist subject and this is a question that Big Ohala can actually answer yeah who do you think would actually win so Stavros I just think it would be funny if, if Simple did actually go there for the vagina. Is your name Stavros? And, and, Bam. He doesn't listen. Yeah, I know. Oh, <laughs> I, 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 I just completely acknowledge, uh, disregarded whatever you said because I didn't want to wait along. But I do want to see if Simple did actually go onto the show. I did actually say vagina. And then the man asked a question such as, in the the, the 2000 and whatever, 16 song, uh, Vibes Cartel used a, a, a derivative for a vagina. What did he call it? <laughs> Stuff like that. I would love to see it. <laughs> And then he says it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He says it in. He says it in the. He called it the pom pom. Yeah, man. He has to do the verse or something. All right. So, Stav, go on. What, what would you do? What would be your specialist subject? Okay, I don't think I'd be. I don't think I'd be good at this in general. But if I had to choose a topic that I think I could potentially excel at, it would be um, maybe rap. Maybe I don't know. Maybe a specific kind of rap, but some sort of rap in the mid nineties. So I don't know, rap between ninety five and ninety seven or ninety eight. Rap started to do maybe rap lyrics or or even the publisher of, of rap artists or music videos or I don't know, something like that. That's that's probably where I I if you ask me a question, I would know the answer to. Yeah, it makes sense because because they do your specialist subjects and then they do general knowledge after that yeah I'd, I'd probably be poor in both so I, so I wouldn't win that's for damn sure I'm telling you that now so what do you know about like I, I think that you would do pretty good on the subject that you know about and you I said just told you <laughs> I did yeah, answer the question yeah, yeah. Stavros what do you know I, well, I, I know. think I, I think that I you know, know about, about 
you could even do trainers and stuff like no 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 because I know with trainers I know what I like you start putting them in front of me what's this called when was it released I'm not a trainer historian you know when I speak about football like I'm a casual football fan when I tell you about these people you're a stats man you ain't a stats man I'm, yeah, there, there you go. I'm not a stats man, but because I love music, I, I, if you tell me what the uh, the lyrics started off, um, here we go now. What comes next? Uh, maybe I can answer that. If you tell me which art is paired with Heavy D in this song, maybe I can answer that. If you tell me this video was directed by Hype, I can answer that. You get me? It's that kind of thing. But anything else? Nah, I don't know. I know a little bit about a lot of things, but. I guess music is the only thing that I know a substantial amount about, but only at that point in time. Okay. Simple. Um, yeah, I don't have a specialist subject either. Um, I think I've got a lot of trivia and um, what do you call it? General, uh, knowledge. general knowledge. You do well in I the pub quiz. Maybe. I don't even know, um, but definitely no specialist subject. Um, I don't think there is any one particular thing that I've drilled into so deeply that you could ask me anything and I wouldn't uh, hesitate to answer. Okay. But is there anything like he, like Stavros kind of said, if there was one, it maybe, maybe hip hop. Is there something that you could say that, you know, if I was to do okay in something that it will be this or that? I don't think so. Okay. It's sound, man. Clark's shoes. Bashment. Nah. Sound, sound clashes. Nope. nope. Uh, I don't know. All right, fair enough. I think when Webs. you ask this type of question, you just start thinking uh, how much other people know more than you. Webs. I was waiting for everybody to stop talking because you know how Wahala likes to just jump in and talk for no reason. Mm-hmm. I'm going to talk over your oh, stuff wow. too. There he goes. <laughs> for me, I don't know, probably... Mm, I don't know. I don't know if to say music, maybe, but films, cartoon theme tunes, uh, cartoons of the eighties, maybe, would be okay. my specialist subject. Trivia, maybe, alright. General knowledge, nah. But I wouldn't win. Who do you think will win? I'm probably think simple would win. Mm. I mean, I'm 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 surprised that Stavros never mentioned movies as well, because um, he's quite big on movies, but. I'm surprised Devils didn't mention House. That's a, that's another one. House would be such a, a, a small period of time. A specialist subject. Yeah, but you can do that, innit? You can do House from flipping January the 5th, 2008 to flipping June yeah, just two, a time 2008, period, yeah, innit? You, you know, because yeah. there, there was like two years where I was just, uh, I, I was buying every House song. I was listening to every House song. I knew every House song. But my memory is rubbish, so I could. If you play the song now, I'll know it. <laughs> but I don't necessarily know what year it was. I don't know which artist it is. I don't know anybody. Your specialist subject is not remembering. That's that. <laughs> I'd win. I'd win that hands down. <laughs> Ghanaian insults for two, please, Bob. <laughs> you know what? Actually, I'm I sent. Um, I sent a message to. Uh, Kim, not everyday Kim from uh, from not everyday podcast. I was on actually um, a house party with all of them actually. So shout out not everyday podcast. I was, I was on a house party v- a video call with all of them, asking them when they're coming back. I'm not going to give any answers. So shout out all of them, uh, Kim, Wavy, SJ, Wavy, uh, D, uh, Jules, 
and I can't remember the last one's name. He's gonna kill me. I'm sorry. So, anyways, shout them all out. That's why you should never have even started with the names. Um, well, it's only one I missed out. So it's not. It's, it's could have been worse. Anyways, I sent a message to, to Kim today, and she's like, "Oh, that's nice. Who else did you send that to?" And I said, "No one else, man." I said, "Basically, in my, my way, I was saying stop looking for like trouble in in or stop looking for darkness in the light. Was um, stop looking for Ghanaians in Nigeria." Wow! <laughs> I was so proud of myself for that one, you know. <laughs> Man, says, stop looking for Ghanaians in Nigeria. That's going to be my new word. Mm. When somebody's looking for the other the, way around, really. Nah, yeah. nah, nah, nah. When you're looking for b- something bad in the goodness, when you walk into a nice room and it's like, I know something bad is going to happen. My new thing is now, stop looking for Ghanaians in Nigeria. You're, Even I said that too much. <laughs> you bastard. Well, because of, because because I'm married to a Ghanaian, I can't be racist. Stab a cosign, stab a cosign, don't worry. So Wahala, your last well, uh, sorry, and then um and then uh, Mr. Wolf himself. I don't have one. I've said that already. Okay, Mr. Wolf then, because we got lots to go through, so I'm I'm I am i am not begging him to answer the question. <laughs> There's obviously something that he's good at in it, something that he knows he just doesn't have no meat. interest no, in answering no, the question. I don't, I don't, Textures I don't, of meat. No, he he, he just doesn't want either. to, innit? He just doesn't want to, that's fine. No, no problem. I don't I don't I no, don't put this on me. I don't have something. If okay. I wanted to, if you, you complain that I talk too much, the time that I'm telling you I have nothing to talk about, you complain that I'm not talking about. Nah, bro. Levels of I'm anger. not buying it. Even if it's flipping <laughs> yes. fitness or weights or something, Arsenal. Say. You get My me? My specialist subject. It's all rage. Arsenal is not a specialist topic. I don't. I don't <laughs> of course, it, of course, it's a specialist subject. And your specialist There's been enough. Ma- there's been enough man. There's been enough people. There's been enough people mastermind that spoke about sports. I don't know enough about the sport to talk about it. So right, cool. that's what I'm trying to tell you. I don't. I'm not rating myself. I don't know these things, and all I don't right, think right. the general. I'll probably be at a general knowledge, then I'll probably be at, at a specialist subject. All, all right. right. Just before no before we recorded, somebody that was the the expert at technical help all of a sudden has forgotten all of that, innit? Expert no, what? Technical technical. That's not. That, I didn't say I was an expert at technical help. I said I know how to help people because I've been doing it all this time. <laughs> Doesn't mean that you, it's, I'm gonna, somebody's going to ask me a mastermind a question. I'm going to be able to answer it. And your yeah, specialist yeah. subject. Level of disdain for my brother. That I can answer well, well. <laughs> my Mist- life. Mist- yeah, I can, yeah. My specialist subject is my life between 1982 to whatever year this is now. That would be my specialist subjects. That would be interesting because your brother would be able to answer, to ask you questions on that because he knows about... No, because he can't remember anything, can he? So he won't be able to even remember anything. No, but he will ask questions that he knows that he that he can remember. Bruv, yeah. bruv. Why did, that- did I push you down the stairs... That day when uh, mummy told <laughs> told you off, <laughs> you didn't push him down the stairs. You didn't push him down the stairs. I don't know. I can't remember. I can't remember what happened. I swear you told a story that you pushed him down down the stairs one. No, he kicked he kicked me down the stairs. Mr. Wolf, Mr. Wolf. Let's not forget. Let's not forget. I I did not push him down the stairs. I kicked him down the stairs. Let's not forget. You sent me a picture this week of a chicken he's like bruv do you know this woman I sent it to my wife I said do you know who she is she's like yeah you used to go out of her so don't ask me any questions because I am not the one that's gonna know the answer my memory is poor no problem no problem no problem at all Mr. Wolf who do you think would win Mr. Wolf yo what's your answer bruv oh answer my specialist subject would be Liverpool standard mate I'm not afraid to say that it would be um, Liverpool Football Club from, I could do like really deep into the 90s, but I'll probably do from 2000 and 
2010 to 2020 or something like that. I'll be able to answer those questions. I'm certain of it. Mr. And Wolf. I, and I'm and I'm pretty good when it comes to general knowledge. I think that my general knowledge questions are, you know, able to answer quite a few questions. And I think that... Um, I think that Simple Simon or Big Wahala will, will actually win if they participated. If we done it for charity, for example, and and we all participated, I think one of those two would win. So, Mr. Wolf, um, seeing as you are expert, or your expert subject is Liverpool and Liverpool history, are you going to ask me who a was the top? <laughs> yeah, who was a top goal scorer? Uh, in the ninety two ninety three season for Liverpool, I said from two thousand and ten, bruv. Two thousand and ten to now, my bad. but the oh, ninety two cool. ninety three season, who was Liverpool's top goal scorer? It yeah, would be Robbie Fowler. That's absolutely. Yeah, yeah, it'd be Robbie Fowler. It'd be either Robbie Fowler yeah. or Michael Owen. So, um, yeah. yeah, you're wrong. Anyway, <coughs> who was it? It was Ian Rush. Ian Rush. Yeah, it was Ian Rush. Oh, yeah, old yeah. school. Yeah, okay, he's that far behind. Yeah, right. True. God damn. Ian Rush. Rush. Ian Rush. All right, then. One more. You said um, from 2000. So who's Liverpool's top scorer in, in 2010? Liverpool's top goal scorer in 2010 would be Fernando Torres. Yeah, I was <laughs> Wrong again. Okay. Who is it? <laughs> Who was it? Who is it? Dirk Kite. Dirk Kite, okay. Ooh, wow. All right. Well, like I said, God damn. I, I think that either Simple boy. Simon or um, I didn't say that I would win. I've said that it would be one of you two. Yeah, but but you're quite. Yeah, you asked me, you no, asked me no, one you know question. I don't, like I don't like the way they did that. You, you, know, simple, you, you asked me one question of my specialist subject, bruv. He's the only man that put his neck on the line to give himself a specialist subject, and then you just went and attacked him. For He's it. not the only one. I, I, I gave, didn't attack him for I it. gave a specialist subject. Okay, all right. Let's ask you then. You said from the nineties to to, to mid nineties uh, hip hop. Mid nineties hip hop. Yeah. Okay, all right. So the, the question I ask you then is um, mid nineties. It's probably best you don't ask because you know what I know. So you're gonna either ask me a question that I already know, no, no, or you're gonna no, no, ask me a question no, that you know I don't know. Well, I could I could I know you don't know if if, if you think that you know everything because that I me know and you it. probably know the same. This is my point. This is me and you probably okay. Okay, so well, but let's ask you anyway. So the Hard Knock Life uh, Jay Z Volume Two, I think it is. Yep, obviously it's Volume Two. How many records was did that, did that sell? Five million. He's right. <laughs> All right, stuff. Shit, it might man. be more now, but that was the that was the number that they was given at the time. Mm. Come bring it on. Okay, all right, all right. <laughs> which, which, which? I've got to come in. I've got, I've got a question. Go, go. Which Who Def had... Jam artist? This is a, this, if you don't get this one, I'll be cutting. Which Def Jam artist released two albums in the same year? Uh, um, uh, DMX. Within the, yeah, that's the one. Okay. I believe it was 96. Wow. Yeah, that was easy. Though. Who had the number one? That's easy. Who had the <laughs> number one hip hop? Who had the number one hip hop album in 1999? In 1999? <coughs> yeah. <coughs> in what country? Hip hop uh, in the United States. Well, that's not mid nineties. So um, you, you've asked me the question that is out of my remit. I'm afraid. Okay. But I'm, but I'm going to hazard the guess anyways. Go on. So this is, this is pre Drake. Still, is it Ja Rule? No. 
It's not Jay Z. It's DMX, bruv. DMX. It's one of the three. And then there was X. That was the number one hip hop album in 1999. And then number one hip hop album in 1995 was. I'll give you the top two. Was what? 1995. Oh, you want me to? Oh, I thought you were going to give me the top two. I could choose one. I was going to be like, wow. No, that's... No. <laughs> even if you got the second one, I'll kind of allow it because it will be very easy to think it was that. 95. God damn. Um, it's not Snoop. I don't know, actually. I don't know. I don't know. Let me know. Let me know. Let me know. Let me know. Bone, bone Fugs and Harmony. Yeah, that was, I was thinking that as well. Okay, and what's then the other second one? one was uh, the, the 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 dog pound. Oh well, it was close. But the Bone Fugs and Harmony, which album though? Because that was that the double album. No, the the Bone Fugs and Harmony is um is only at the only at the, the is their first album. It's the big one. Oh, but it was in nineteen yeah, and something highway or what was it called? Yeah, 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 something like that. Oh, uh, uh, yeah, I can kind of remember that. But dog pound, so dog the, pound, the, I, the, I never would have guessed. I never would have guessed dog pound. I knew I knew about bone fugs. I knew they sold that at the dog food, the, yeah? the, the Wazam, but I didn't know that that dog pound dog. was that high. But anyways, uh, this is boring for the listeners. Um, but um, clearly, I won. Thank you very much. I want my awards. <laughs> right, so let's do our quick fire thing. We've run a bit long, um, but you people are sitting there with nothing better to do. So listen to us. We are going to talk about Afro Nation. These Brits twerking on Instagram because Brits are getting cussed because they can't do it. Because I'm sure a couple of us have seen this. Um, t- was it Tory Lanez? Sorry. Okay. Quarantine Radio. Yes, and uh, the Insomnia <laughs> album. Radio. So what should we start off with? Afro Nation or Insomnia? Or Brits? Twerking? What's there to Let's talk about Af- Afro Nation? Though? Afro okay. Nation, they uh, put up a post this week as we're recording. So it'll be last week for you as you're listening, saying that this is for the Portugal um, event, that they uh, are not going to they're no longer going to be posting on social media because what they have been doing is posting games and memes and whatnot to try and get people through this corona period but i think it's just been vexing people that want to know what's going on with this event or that event so they said we are no longer going to be posting um if uh, these memes we are keeping in contact with the portuguese uh government but we don't know where we are standing at the moment and we're basically locking off our social media thank you thumbs up laters and we'll let you know when we'll let you know when we do and everybody was like hold on where's my money give me my money i want my money i think all of us here have actually bought tickets um to go so yep. we are we we are part of that crew but i'm not particularly too fussed or angry uh especially like what i've seen in the backlash i've been reading the the comments and 95% of them is where's our money or you people are longing it off in fact the biggest thing probably the most hurtful thing is you're you've spoiled or you're spoiling your brand now did, did what you're doing is making me not want to go to any one of your other events i was going to buy tickets to this one but now after this i see that you have no integrity i'm no longer going to any more of your events etc 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 do you think it's justified or do you think no man man is just holding on he's waiting to see what happens and let's give him a chance or them because I, we keep we keep talking about one person as a promoter but really there's a, it's the brand is afro nation as opposed to one person i just think that I people said- uh, just need to relax in it they 
obviously want to put the event on because it's financially benefit for them because it financially is beneficial for them. But um, they obviously can't make an announcement because they're trying to give as much time as possible before they cancel it. So there are some people on Twitter and on um, Instagram that just come out with the biggest pile of bullshit and something they just don't have any common sense. And it's just common sense for them just to hold tight from making any kind of major announcement and then posting on social media. I don't see a problem with that. It's like, what's the big deal, man? Don't get it. I would like to point out that Mr. Wolf is a promoter. I'm sure he he's looking at it from a different angle than many other people. Sorry, Wahala, what were you saying? So I said I said this on the no shades thing. I think that this is one of those situations where, and he has to he's gonna ride it out, or so I say they're gonna ride it out until the government says you you can't have it here because that might be an insurance issue. If you cancel the, the the event, they might not be able to claim back from the insurance that they may have put on for the event or something that may stop them from getting some money back to even if they are going to pay the, the people, they need to get their money back somehow in some way, shape or form. But if the government is not telling them that they're no longer going to be able to put it on and they've paid the venue, they've paid this, they've paid that. Now, if the if the government say that, the, that you know, you're not allowed to do this, do this concert anymore, we're locking it off, they may then be able to go back to the venue and say, well, government's told us we can't have this, can we have our money back? We need a refund. The um, the artists obviously now are going to be saying, well, you know, what about us? Well, we could say, well, the government's told us we can't do this, so we're going to remove that that, that fund, the, the money that we gave to you, you know, maybe we can return it. I don't know, but i got a feeling that until the government actually says that they cannot have this thing, they're gonna there's going to be a lot of repercussions for them Um monetary wise so that's probably why he's holding it out it's not not necessarily because he wants to hold it out if he could get his money back and, and give everybody their money back then he probably they sorry they probably would do it but at this present moment in time that might not be the case life nation could probably eat the money but how many other events are they already eating the money for and we don't know how much live nation puts into this situation because we know it's obviously it's a live nation um event but how much of live of it is live nation how much of it is this guy putting his own money into it and how much now maybe when he did the first couple of events he's got his own money in now and he said you know what i don't need your money as much i can put my own money in so he can get more return and now he's thinking shit i might not be able to get anything back now because of this situation we don't know what's going on in the background so i'm not gonna dare i'm up there berating the man but then again does that show our privilege the fact that some of us have all put our money in and none of us are worried about getting our money back mm. I, saw, I saw a tweet from somebody saying listen i saw so um what i said on the no shade podcast myself and my brother were on it two weeks ago and we discussed this so it was it was a good discussion actually it made me realize something when one of the ladies there was talking about this, this specific thing and they were talking about the person now, i don't know the promoter or but she was talking about him he did this he did that or he she was on his side as well by the way but she was talking about him Smade. And I was, she was talking uh, about Smade sorry Smade Smade, uh, yeah, Smade. Uh, so my thing was well, that's where the problem is because if we're talking about Coachella you're not talking about Robert if we're talking about um, Wireless you're not talking about Tom it's like you talk about the brand with this person clearly this man's name is out there he's accessible everybody seems to know him I don't know him, but a lot of people know him. So they're talking to him. Even when people ask for money, they were tweeting him. Where's my money? So it's like, unfortunately, because of, of this thing where we have this familiarity with the person that's pr- promoting the event, we take it differently. Because I know there's there's flights that I, I've had to cancel because of the corona and I'm meant to get my money back and I'm not I'm not tweeting uh, Richard Branson for my Virgin. You get me? For, for, for my money for, the, for Virgin because I, I would 
talk to Virgin themselves. So unfortunately, I think because he's the brand, um, that's why the thing is happening. But anyway, somebody tweeted and said, listen. He, he, s- he is, he is, sorry, just to correct you and a few other people that have this idea that Smade is the man behind the brand. He is not. He's got a small percentage in the company. He is like the face of the brand because he is a very big promoter. Let's not get it twisted. Mm. He is a big promoter, but he has a small percentage of the company and people have the idea that he is the company, which he's not. And so I, I do know this. The way our people are kind of, sorry? I do know that, by the way. I was told, I was told. Not, no, because Alex knows him very, very well. So I've met him a number of times. Um, so that's just the reality of the situation. It's not even something that I'm claiming to be in the know, but that is just that is just how it is. So um, that's the perception that a lot of people have, and they kind of bombard his social medias when he really hasn't got power to do anything. And that's not throwing any shade on him at all. That's just the way how it is. You know, Afro Nation is a massive company now, and he isn't the owner of that company. It's just the bottom line. Okay, for those of you listening who didn't know that, then it does not have. Yeah, control. I know a lot of people don't know it. A lot of people don't know that, but it's just that's the kind of image that I hear from people at work. And oh yeah, this guy's made and blah blah. And I'm like, no, mm. no, it's not that at all. Okay, what was I saying? Yes, back to my tweet. Um, somebody said, yeah, they see him in a, in a Rolls Royce or something like that. Yeah, they've seen like he's eating your money, bro. Like, just don't don't think about getting your money back. It's it's gone. It's gone. It's not, and, 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 and even to defend him, before Afro Nations was here, he was, a, he's a massive promoter. So he's, he's very, he's got money. And if he got a Rolls Royce, it's not off the back of Afro Nation. It's the back of his own hard work and what he's done in the past 10 years or so in, in a promotion game in Afro Beats. Afro Beats in this country, being big, has got a lot to do with him. You get me? Yeah, cause because he does a lot of the Afrobeat concerts and stuff as well. He does a lot of the concerts and he the the like the major Afrobeat club, Coco Bar, is kinda off the back of him, you know. So um he's not rich well, he's obviously made some money from Afro Nation, but people need to just chill out a little bit and just leave him alone. To, to be honest with you, to me it just looks like um PR hasn't been handled properly. Standard, yeah. I would. That's all I it is. With that. Webs. I mean, people just want someone to shout at at this some moment in time, especially over this Afro Nation event. If you look at a couple of other event organizers, they've just stepped away to look. His situation can't do nothing. At least this guy is being courteous enough to talk to us keep our hopes up, keep spirits rising, but everybody else is like, nah, man, I don't know what's going on. Just moaning, crying, being crybabies. Yeah? You might lose money from your wallet every day. You might lose money from this, that, and the other. You're not going to go crazy over that, but because of this event, just let the guy be, man. He's doing his best to make sure or keep you guys informed, and in between time, he's trying to do other things to keep your spirits up. And you lot are trying to dog him. Shame on you, blacks. Yeah, but this is this is why I'm saying it's a PR thing because um, the other things that he's doing don't appear to be giving you any more information. It's like, imagine if... Because he hasn't got any more you, information. Yeah, but 
if imagine if you want to have a conversation with someone and they're like, yeah, 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 we're going to have that conversation. And they just keep stringing you along, stringing you along. And you notice, hang on a minute. Every time I try to go to the point, you start running me around the houses. I'm not saying that he's doing that, but that's how it feels. Like, okay, everyone else is cancelled. Like, bigger platforms have cancelled and sorted out the refunding and all the rest of it. And it's you're not saying whether you will or won't, even if your hands are tied from a business point of view. You're not saying whether you will or won't. And then you're putting out content that is not consistent with answering the question that I really want to answer to. It's, so people are frustrated, is the point I'm making. And, and it doesn't have to be um, necessarily a condemnation of him, but the PR is bad. Wimbledon cancelled, Coachella cancelled, um, Olympics cancelled, but uh, Afro Nation. Well, we'll we'll see what I blow in it. We'll see what I blow. And and like, yeah, like you t- you t- go on. And I think they started promoting another Afro Nation. Like they started one. Like oh yeah, they're yeah, gonna be. Mexico. So that's like a so hold it's the on. one in Ghana, isn't it? No, I think the Ghana one. Uh, they've I think they've they've spoke about that from from last year's one. They said they're gonna do it again in December, so I think everybody knew that they were gonna do yeah. one in December already. But this one is like it popped up. Oh, there's a new one. Yeah, it's, it's gonna we're gonna be doing. They announced it a, a, about two weeks ago, Mexico, Venezuela, so, Mexico. So that one's like because you have to remember that Costa Rica one got cancelled as well because they were supposed to be Costa Rica this year. Puerto Rico, you Puerto mean? Rico. Oh, Puerto Rico. Sorry, yeah. They cancelled that okay. just beforehand, but that one that one kind of made sense because that happened basically the 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 virus happened. I think it was only a couple of weeks after everybody started locking down and they said, we ain't going to do it. So that one forced your hand. You couldn't do it. Whereas this one, like everybody said, potentially, I don't think it's going to happen personally, but potentially it could still go on. So he's holding his cards yeah, to his chest. Sorry. No, I hear, what, I hear why he's holding the cards to his chest. But then here's the other thing, yeah? Let's say our quarantine sorry our self-isolation situation changes in uh end of june Mm. is consumer confidence gonna allow people to still want to fly out blacks will be there blood because there's people going to the parks when they're told to stay in the yard didn't it people look people will go mate trust me if you put money in and you're not getting your money back people will risk it they will risk it they will people will come People, the the thing is, if okay, if okay, build, All right, they, here's a question. Come. Here's a question. Here's a question. We've all got if tickets for the it, thing. They will come, and some of us have even paid for a hotel, right? As it stands, none of us is crying for our money back, but we hope we get it back. All right, blah, 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 whatever, whatever. June, uh, virus is down to a, to a small level. Everybody's free. June first, by the way. Virus is down. Everyone's free. The whole world is free now. Do your thing. We'll see what happens. Maybe the levels will rise or drop. We don't know. But as it stands now, we're letting everyone go back to work and do their thing. We're happy with how things are working out. We're on route to finding uh, and um, was it whatever uh, a thingy? They don't have it yet. A cure or whatever. What's it called? A vaccine. Yeah, we're on route to finding the the, cure, the vaccine. We'll have that maybe sometime in 2021, maybe 2022. But go about your business now. Would you for Still be going to Afro Nation? Well, I'd probably say yes. It depends on the person, actually. The person we were going for. If he says he's not going, I'm not going again. They're going. The, the, the birth, we, could, we, we are going for a birthday. Uh, there's a c- couple of birthday people are going. They're, they're still going. So, so, I'm going then. Wahala, you're going? Simple? 
see the thing is the way I am now, I've bought my ticket, but I even bought my flight and all them things. Mm. So I'm halfway in, halfway out. Um, I don't know, I, and this is like honest answer. I don't know. Webs, I'm not fucking with this thing, bruv. No, that's cool, man. You're going. Of course, you're. I don't even know why I asked, Mister Wolf. And it's they say that it's gone. What's gone? They say yeah. that. Yeah, say Koro Koro is gone. No, it's yeah. down to like a manage very manageable level. They've lowered it to the point where it's manageable. It's not gone, but it's it's not on the news all the time anymore. It's like there were four, okay. f- then there I were four deaths safe, today. Safe, safe enough for them to be able to put on a festival. Then yes, I would, I would, I would. If go I'm going to work every day, like if I'm still going, you're not saying the quarantine's off, and I'm going to work every single day. I don't see the much of the difference. I'm still going to be seen where I work. I'm still going to be in contact with bare hundreds of people every day. Really, There's not much difference for me. Really, really. Yeah, not Afro Nations level though, really. Clearly, no, I said hundreds of people. I didn't say thousands, of, but I'm, that's every day. This Afro Nation is gonna be a couple of days. I'm, t- and then when I come back, I'm gonna be doing a hundred people, hundreds of people every day. All right, fair enough. Whether it's getting on the tube, whether it's getting to, getting to where I get to, where it's in my building, where it's this, I'm risking my life every day. I'm risking my life every day to go to work. All right, fair enough. Some of us would go Afro Nation, some of us wouldn't. If we what get there and we saw Skepta, Young Ads, and Chip performing, would we be happy? Do oh, we like the Insomnia album? <laughs> Man, had to <laughs> squeeze that in, innit? He had to squeeze that one in, boy. What would you yeah, go? Um. <clears throat> Sorry? Insomnia. Stav, would you go? I would I go? Um, probably. But not 100%, not 100%, but probably. I'm like uh, 80% there. 75%. Three quarters there. I asked I asked a question in our personal WhatsApp group who would listen to the album and uh, Big Wahala and um, uh, Stav was responded. So I asked them, what do they think about it? <laughs> And the response from Stavros was quite hilarious. He just put a gif in there and it was a gif of, who was it? Um, DJ Jazzy Jeff from the Fresh Prince being thrown out of the house in the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. And he was giving that reference to, what's my man's name? Young Ads. Young Young Ads. Young Ads. Throw him out and the album might be all right because he was kind of doo-doo, mate. I can't lie. He didn't really... He didn't really resonate with me like the other two did. And Skepta is not the greatest MC, in my opinion. He's he's all right. You know, and, Skepta and, is whoa, fantastic, bro. What are you talking whoa, about? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Did he do Whoa, whoa. <laughs> whoa, whoa. Listen, Mr. Wolf does not speak on behalf of the ESN podcast. He speaks okay. on behalf I'm of I'm not himself. speaking on behalf of you, man. I said that I am saying, in my opinion, Skepta is not the greatest MC. That's what I'm saying. And I'll stand by that, in my opinion. You get me? I think that he's good. I think he's very good. He's not the greatest MC. But um, I think that him and Chip obviously stood out so far out in comparison to young ads. I just think that he was like a, I don't know, he was like a little boy in the room with two big it didn't, men. It didn't make sense. It didn't make sense. Uh, what I would say is, just, just to defend myself, sorry, Wahala, is that when I said that young ads thing, um, uh, let's say I was being a bit flippant listening to the album a few times uh, he doesn't take away from the album he's not bad he's not bad I'll put it that way he just for me mm. is, he doesn't add anything f- for me 
personally as the type of listener I am but he's not bad on the album he doesn't he doesn't get brushed to the point where it's like oh like piss off it's like it, you were just like mm, I would prefer somebody else was there sorry so carry on Bahala. no my problem is that they, they, adapted them, they adapted themselves for him mm. they adapted themselves for his type of music mm. and that's what I, that's what bothered me I was like I'd rather hear a chip and Skepta album mm. that's Chip and Skepta it sounded more like they adapted themselves to his type of sound to the to the uh, D block Europe type sound, and that's what kind of annoyed me. But if he was just doing all the hooks, then I would have a problem with that. To be honest, if he was there doing the choruses, then yeah, go you know do what you're doing. But that album is not what I want to see. If I want to see them type of caliber MCs together, I want to see Wretch, I want to see Chip, I don't want to see Skepta. I want to see them man. And if you're gonna throw in the younger, I would have put Heady One in there instead. Obviously, he's one of them Tottenham boys as well. I, I just did not, I just did not understand the young ad situation. But then I thought that maybe this is them not trying to get that that type of. Uh, drug addict drill type situation because Skepta can do that Skepta does that anyway like he's got these t- tunes that will appeal to that type of uh, crowd Chip doesn't really have that, that that type of that type of vibe Chip is a different type of MC from them two Skepta can dip in and out of this uh, drug addict type music where Skip is not I mean uh, Chip is not that type of MC so maybe this was his his uh, his branch into that that, that field but I just think to myself, you can blatantly hear that Chip's better than them lyrically. <laughs> That's just a blatant thing. He's better than them too lyrically. And you can see that on the songs. Um, Skepta is a is is probably the better artist out of all of them, like, like the fuller artist. And you can see that in the songs. And the young ads is just there being young ads and because I don't like that type of music, I'm like, I don't want it, I don't want to hear about you taking drugs. I don't it does not appeal to me. I know I'm a proper old school man with this type of thing. I don't like drugs. I don't a fan of drugs, but I rather hear about the drug dealers than the drug than the uh, than the actual takers of drugs all day long. Tell me about how you're selling drugs. You know I love that cocaine rap, but I don't love the cocaine sniffers like rap. I don't want to hear about you sniffing cocaine. I don't want to hear you about your 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 pill pill whatever. <laughs> I don't want to hear it. Kinda, that's you, mad. Uh, that's 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 actually it's it's weird. It's weird. I don't. I don't want to hear about all of that. I'm not that type of person. I don't want to know about your drug, your drug intake, and all that type of stuff. It just doesn't. It doesn't. That's like an oxymoron, though, isn't it? It's, it's like it's still about drugs, isn't it? Yeah, but it doesn't appeal to me the way I don't like. I don't see. I, even though I don't see drug dealers as as the rude boys or the you know I respect them and whatever, I still see them above as the, the people that's actually taking the drugs. Yeah, but like, they're the ones you that just, are you the drug addicts the, are the but, bottom of the bottom for me. Yeah, but hmm? yeah, but they're but they're causing the drug addicts to be like that by providing no, them with no, the shit. No, 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 no. We offer you something. You it's your decision to take. <laughs> <laughs> well, Mister Wolf, the question is always is because like, they're addicted. Isn't would it? you rather be the dealer or the taker? Would I rather be? Obviously, I'd rather. I don't want to be addicted to drugs. Obviously, you'd rather I'd be what? obviously try to make money from it. Oh, if I can make money then of course I would obviously prefer to be the dealer but that doesn't in no way shape or form make me better than the uh, taker in my opinion that's I think they're just as bad as each other but that's just me yeah I, I, I was saying in a hip hop way I'd rather rather hear about the people selling drugs than the people taking them that's me personally so um, yeah, I'm not you. really a big I I, 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 this album could have been a lot better for me in my head and there's a few other albums that's come out around it that has made me not even necessarily take the time to go tell back us to what it. those albums are mate uh, have you heard the new Childish Gambino album no 
No. Oh no, is there a new one? Oh, the new Childish Barovino album is 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 got into his bag at this one, boy. It's, it's like what he's been doing recently with the singing type stuff. But it's really good, man. I enjoy it. I really enjoy this new Charles Gambino album. It's really good. Then there's another album um, that just came out the other day with um, uh, Conway and Alchemist called Lulu. That's another bad boy album. That if you can go check that out as well, if you can. Uh, so yeah, those are the two albums I've really been flexing. Oh, and another guy called... Um, it, the album is called Reasonable Drought, yeah? And the the, the guy's name is uh, Stove God Cooks. Stove God Cooks, yeah, mm. is a is a, and the whole album is produced by Rock Marciano. That's another good album. Very good album. I enjoy. I'll be listening to that quite quite heavily actually. Uh, bring your boy in next time, man. Drought. You should be sending me these the links to to that last. Bro, one, bro. I sent you Griselda. You didn't listen to it, so I just disowned you from from that. From that don't other. don't ignore. Don't leave me in the dust, please. Don't leave me in the desert. Help me out. Help me out. I was stuck on house right now. To be honest, I'm stuck on house. A lot of these house DJs are doing these mixes over over the COVID nineteen period, and I'm soaking it in, man. It's like sunshine for me. I'm telling you, it's 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 like right. a whole new world. The real question is, who do you think is going to win this this battle between Guy, you know, the king, the king Guy himself, Teddy Riley, and Jimmy? Is is it both of them? Is it is it um? What's his name? Babyface and L.A. Reid, or is it just Babyface? I think it's just Babyface. No, they're, they're a team, innit? They're a team. They're a team. L.A. Reid and Babyface. Yeah, but I don't know if you, I don't know, but I don't know who's doing it. Though. It doesn't matter. They're winning. They're, they're winning. They're winning. They're winning. You think Babyface is going to beat Teddy Riley? Of course. It's not for me. What's the question? You're the one sorry, that I think, um, I think, I think that would know more. Okay, sorry. Um, can King. you explain the question for Mr. Wolf, please? And for our All listeners. Right, so they've been doing a lot of Instagram uh, clashes. So they've had a lot of Instagram clashes. So recently they've had. Um, they had uh, Stott Scorch versus Manny Fresh. Uh, they've had um, uh, Swiss Beats versus Timberland. I think it was. They've had. Um, oh snap! Really? Yeah, they had Neo versus. I can't remember the other guy's name, but they've had Neo versus someone else as well. Are we talking uh, live live clashes on live on, on Inst- Instagram live? They had Hit Boy versus Boy Wonder. Uh, you probably don't know those two, but they've done those two as mm. well. So so um yeah um. So yeah, basically they've been doing these Instagram live. So a lot of people have been working trying to get these sorted out to get these done. And then Swiss Beats has managed to get uh, Teddy Riley versus uh Babyface. Oh wow. And that's going to be happening on Sunday uh um in UK time about 11 p.m. So you would be gone by the time that we, this podcast is going out. So yeah, man, they 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 clash. So everybody's saying that Babyface is just going to smoke him, but Teddy Riley's done bad things. Like, nah, I don't know why people nah. Oh, are you asking me who I think would win? Yeah. See now, obviously, Babyface is with LA Reid. They were a team in it. If he's on his own, he's obviously going to bring his hit tracks or whatever that he done together with him. But I believe that Teddy Riley would win. And that's based on the type of tracks that Teddy Riley done. He's got more dance tracks, more bangers, more kind of upbeat tunes. Uh, Teddy Riley has ba- Babyface has, has right he's got a lot of um, kind of upbeat tracks and, but most of them are slow jams man he's got so many slow jams you get me R&B that old school yeah but I think it's for people R&B that they've written for as well. so it's songs that you produce songs yeah. that you've written and your own songs Mr. Wolf is right though a lot of um, LA and Babyfaces they, they held that um, ballad slow music 
down. Like if you wanted to scrub up in the corner with a missus, that's 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 who you want. Or if you wanted to, if you wanted to put some something on after you put some petals on the bed and you wanted to impregnate the wife, that's the type of music you want. But if you want to be doing mm. lift up your foot, twist up and do shake and split on the floor, yeah, I, yeah, I hear what they're saying. Mm. Because because Teddy Riley, Teddy Riley birthed New Jack Swing. That that's that's his sound. It's like when you think about New Jack Swing, you think about Teddy Riley, Rex and FX, mm. and all them man there. So, um, I would, but I'm surprised that he didn't do Jimmy Jam and Terry Terry Lewis versus LA. Yeah, that, that is the one. Like, that is that the one. Been more of a clash, but maybe he wanted a little flip of the coin, different type of sound, and it kind of makes sense if you ask me. But um, for me, it'll be Teddy Riley, man. I- I just want the world to acknowledge that you are celebrating sound system culture with these clashes. I just of want that to be known. We, of course we know this. We know this. Mm, yeah, yeah, know good. This. Yeah, st- good. standard. But but um, a lot of the like hip-hop culture has got that as well. Like, um, Jamaica will say. They got the clashes nah, as well. Like the clashes with uh, hip-hop DJs. Is and, and, and with the dance clashes, it kind of started with the street dance and then they put it on the um, DJ um, decks as well. But you're right. It was always the block parties, man. It was the block parties. Yeah, yeah, that's it. And But you're right. The clashes um, are very um, big. I don't know if it was definitely birthed in Jamaica, but there's no doubt sound lot, clashes is big there, over there. There's a lot of classics that these people could like. like. So I think Babyface did Don't Be Crow. He's involved in that. He's gonna have. He's gonna have a lot, man. He's done quite a bit. He did end of the road for uh, end of the road. Boys to men. That's mm. him as well. Tony Braxton. Tony yeah, Braxton. Usher Raymond. Flipping. Mm. Who else? They they got a lot, man. It's like they had a record but company for just crying me. out loud. But, you get me. These are them clashes there where you just hear songs like da, 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 da. That yeah, is an that's absolute what I'm classic. That's that one of my favourite tunes. That's that's one of my favourite tunes of all time. What I want to do is like a zoom 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 in the boom boom. Would you be? What? As I said, shake, he's got shake, uh, he's got shake, SWV. Shake he's got he's gonna have. You're gonna have TLC as well. You're gonna have TLC. No, we're gonna get it all over. And if he brings like that, if he brings that synthesizer, synthesizer, that's it's the end of everyone, bro. (laughs) If he brings that synthesizer, that thing that he loves so much, and then and then and then Babyface will bring out TLC. You get me? So it's like you know, it's gonna be good. When is it? When is it? Jackson as well. Yeah. When is it, bro? It's on Sunday night, as I said, about 11 o'clock UK time. I'm vexed that I missed the other ones. They they sounded like... But they, they'll have song. them on in, Instagram video, though, I think. They'll have them on the um, IG video. Do, do you know how deep it was, yeah? This is the one that I had to say. I, 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 if I was uh, this guy, I would feel shame. So basically, the original beat, uh, battle that was meant to happen the other day was meant to be Scott Storch versus T-Pain. And people cussed it so badly that T-Pain is going to get battered so bad that they actually changed it and made it to Manny Fresh, which I still didn't understand because he's still going to get battered, which he did get battered in the end. But um, <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's going to be a... It's, this one's, this one's the, the one that I've... All of them, I was thinking, this is the most juicy one I've seen. All right. This one here. All right. We'll talk about the twerking another time because hopefully, hopefully there's still be a twerking to talk about next week. 
So we've run kind What's of that? long. Twerking, I'll, I'll tell you about it once we've stopped recording, don't worry. Twerk, 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 twerk. All right, church notes and our goodbyes. Let's get out of this bitch. Uh, start. Wow, Teddy Riley did my prerogative. Huh? <laughs> Teddy Riley did my prerogative. Yeah, sounds like him. Man. He did remember the time. Mad thing. Well, Michael Jackson remembered the time. Yeah, yes. Oh, God damn, 47. He did two can play that two can play that game. Yo way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Play that game. People need to report some respect on his name. Ooh, it's People tasty. Respect him, man. It's tasty. It's tasty. He did Kumo D's one one West. For another level as well. He done something with Barbara Streisand. He's been a bat, you know, he's like a slag. Uh, if you're talking about crossing genres, then uh Babyface definitely got that one. He's gone everywhere. Crossing genres? Yeah. Babyface? Yes. Or Teddy Riley? Babyface. Oh, Teddy Riley. Babyface. Ba- okay, what? He's done rock, pop, R&B, yeah, rap. He's done Justin Bieber. He's, he's, done he's gone everywhere. Yeah, like, he's, he's, he's done a lot of stuff, like, when it comes to genres. At least T- Teddy's kind of in his back. It's a good back, but he's in his back. Babyface is, is actually the whore. But it's gonna it's gonna be peak out there anyway. Let's see how it goes anyway. Right. I'm very interested to see. It. Well, they would have seen how it goes by the time this come out. Church notes and goodbyes. Let's start off with Wahala. Um, at Big Wahala is that Big Wahala on Twitter? Uh, I was well, I was, I was doing Corona Corona um quarantine TV shows in it. I was saying. Mm. I think last week I saw you watch Sharp Objects. Um, this week I think I'm going to tell you to probably watch. Um. I don't know, you know. All right, let me give you something different. There's a new program. Right? It's only been one season. It's starting the second season now. It's quite, it's comedy. It's not the... I'm not screaming that it's the best or something, but it might be a little light-hearted half an hour for you guys to watch. It's called Black Monday. It's got Don Cheeto in it. Okay, yeah, yeah, um, yeah, 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 yeah. What's her name in oh. it? Huh? Uh, I can't remember her name. No, sorry. I, was, I said it's old, but it's been in for a minute. It's, n- it's not old. It's the second season. Like I said, it's old. I've, I've seen it already. Yeah, you well, you haven't seen the second season because it's only just started. To me, <laughs> and the reason why I'm te- and, and the reason and the reason why I'm telling people because you wasn't here last week because you just decided to a uh, is I'm telling people to what they can watch during the quarantine time. So the fact that I'm telling people old programs because they will have more than one season, so you can start watching it. Do you understand now? I just said it's old, and you're still talking. Yeah, I'm explaining to you why I'm telling them the old. I don't need I don't your explanation. When, when, I, when I tell them old next week, you'll be like, that's old as well. So I'm just telling you now because that, I don't want the Alzheimer's to kick in and you forget next week. But anyway, so yeah, check that out. It's got Don't You Doing It. And what's the lady's name? Man? I forget her name, man. I'll find the out. Black lady. We've had this conversation anyway, before, you know. Days after we've spoke about Black Monday before, you know. Maybe you've spoke about it on the show, but uh, yeah, uh, uh, Black Monday. It's, it's all right. It's not, the, it's not the best show in the world, but it is... It is uh, it is not too bad. It is not too bad. So Regina Hall. Try and check out Black Monday. That's a Regina Hall, yeah. Thank you for your recommendation. Simple Simon. Uh, at Simple Simon on FB on Twitter. I don't have Instagrams. I haven't got any recommendations this week. Um, to those people out there who are being badgered into learning a new skill or coming out of this self-isolation period, having been a better person and much improved and all that don't feel that pressure um i would say ignore them people that say you have to come out with something on the other end if you come out alive you've achieved something already you so, are going to come out an alcoholic though 
maybe. <laughs> but at least there's something for me to work on. And talking for positive shit, you just have to dumb it down, you know. <laughs> yeah, so he yeah, don't worry. He's back on. <laughs> don't worry about too much about um, not coming out with a degree after isolation. Do you get what I'm saying? It's not by force. <laughs> So, Simple's do yourself out with cirrhosis of the liver. Do life. <laughs> anyway, peace, people. Mister, hello, reading baby face. Hello, reading baby face. Done. Don't, don't be cool as well. You know, I don't be cruel. Cause I will never be that cruel to you. I know. Oh, I know. I don't be cruel. This one is just singing it now. Bad you. Um. Uh, a recommendation a recommendation I'll give as well is watch Hustle and Flow if you like talent shows in it um, talent shows I kind of went off because they just got a bit mundane and someone forced me to watch it and I'm glad that they did because it was quite good I'm not the biggest Cardi B fan but the woman is very funny on that show um, shows a lot of character and if you know D Smoke watch him on that show because he's pretty good he's on it yeah don't want to give any spoilers there's about four other people that are bad on there but watch the show aka mr wolf instagram aka underscore mr wolf on twitter dj webslinger dj webslinger on instagram dj webslinger on twitter uh if you're gonna watch anything if you are a music head especially this one's for you stab as well as none of you've seen it already it's called we created this it's about the dance and house movement so it's got people like all of them, <laughs> basically all of them, from Carl Cox to Pete Tong, all the DJs and producers that have just come out over the last 15, 20 years, talking about how the music has developed and grown. So yeah, that's really good. Okay, I will look into that. Thank you very much. Uh, okay, I am Stavros Boss, and you can catch me at Stavros Boss everywhere. Stavros says this week is um, the National Theatre YouTube page uh, for the COVID-19 lockdown period they're taking one of the plays that they've either sh- well a, a play that they've showed at the National Theatre or one of their ancillary um, theatres and they're showing it for free on their YouTube channel for the week so last week was um, uh, One Man Two Governors that was the one with James Corden and this week it will be Jane Eyre which is my favourite book so I've never seen a play I don't even thought about seeing a play actually but I will be locking into that probably Friday because that's the only day I have off working up until Friday so Friday at 7 o'clock UK time I will be watching Jane Eyre but it's on every day throughout the week Um, so I don't know what's the week after but check it out if you're into theatre obviously you can't go I am I know um, Websling is as well maybe one of the other guys is I don't know they might tell me off and say I go for it too I don't know but um, I know that we two go and uh, obviously we can't go at the moment I was complaining that you know there's a couple of places I can go so this is going to fill in the gap for me for now so that is my Stavros says this week I know we've run a bit long and the quality may not be perfect I don't know we tried something different this week thank you to Mo from Call Out The Box she gave me the idea she did something with her podcast I said that sounded good she said I did this I said oh I'm going to steal your idea so I've tried it we'll see how it works Um, it's a lot of work but uh, we do it for you I hope you appreciate it Uh, so thank you very much for tuning in to episode 246 of the Eloquently Say Nothing podcast yo see no this there's nada still bien if you ain't saying nothing,
say it well. Look at this black slag for life. My multilingual cousin. Then to do it in Yoruba, you know. Spanish guys, I'm going to show you how to stop it and uh, save it now, and you will all send it to me now. You're not going to bed. I'm I'm editing 